Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for Dungeons & Dragons. You're watching Dyson Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play 9Z Tabaxi Bard. I'm Nicole Bates. I play Soria, the uh, Changeling Druid. And I'm Greg. I'm playing Alseth Ralph, the Frobog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. We are... Come to you next week with a, a first special, the first special that we've done as a channel. We've talked about it a couple times, but next Saturday we will be airing uh, Magic the Gathering draft that we did. The Forgotten Realms set of Magic the Gathering has been out now for a few weeks in physical edition. And the four of us got together and filmed a special session of us drafting out of booster packs for that. We are not experienced players, so do not expect wonderful play. So if you want to watch most of us, it, Nicole is way better than the rest of us, flail around while we play um, next Saturday at uh, 2 p.m., same time as the show, so it's easy to remember, we will be broadcasting that. Tune in. It's pre-recorded, so... Uh, at least a couple of us will be there chatting and engaging uh, with folks. So that's what we will be doing next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did you guys have fun shooting that? I played cards. I, yeah, had fun. I put cards out and uh, some of them did things. I didn't I even... I was physically in the room with you, so you <laughs> yeah, won't she... see me stutter periodically uh -huh. thanks to... My yeah, you're, you're, that's right. You're actually in the room. Yeah, this is the first time we've shot something with everyone in the same room. Amazing. It was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Um, we had, we tore up the entire studio to make it happen. Made it a slightly jank setup. <laughs> it was pretty jank, I, I will admit. Um, but I had fun doing that. Yeah. yeah. And I hope it's entertaining for the rest of you. So tune in next week, Saturday, mm -hmm. 2 p.m. Eastern and we will watch that. I don't know the final length of that show. We're still cutting it together, but it'll be you know around an hour or so. We could uh, have an hour of just putting cars into sleeves. I mean, we did about have an hour of just that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> well, you some were of us, some of us. That was our best play. <laughs> I will uh, build some drama. Uh, David Wong had not learned anything and never played before. We uh, went in, we taught him how to play, and then played a couple matches. So going into the session that you see, he was undefeated. Mm -hmm. He was undefeated. And you might see him win and keep his undefeated title, or maybe he'll lose. So and someone, someone new will rise to be champion of Dyson Dungeons, Dungeons Magic the Gathering play. The one, the one game. Yep. The, the one game to rule them all. Which uh, segues nicely into our sponsor, Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa that meets all of your uh, tabletop role-playing game needs. They take online orders and they're open for in-store activity. So if you feel like heading down there or jumping over to their website and ordering up some new Magic the Gathering card sets, or maybe a new board game, 
uh, we've purchased a couple board games through there and we've been having a lot of fun with them. You can head over to geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons. That link gives you 5% off of your first order and buying things through it helps support the show. So it's a great way to entertain yourself or brighten a friend's day with something new and shiny. Um, thank you to Geekified and thank you to anyone who buys through that link. We appreciate the support. I think that's it for the announcements this week. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, Dungeoneers, sorry for hitting the mic. Let's roll. Last time, on Dyson Dungeons. The party, with the help of Franklin Shortbeard III, captured Ludorf and ended his criminal sprawl. So now, safe from retribution and having no further jobs in the city, they decided to track down the lead that Soria had on what happened to her village. So they booked passage with a pirate into the Cormor Republic as they had recently closed their borders to everyone coming from the country of Glindring. They said their goodbyes to the people of Nordfeld and went off with their new traveling companions, making their way to the coast in a simple wagon. We rejoined the group, traveling down the highways of Glindring. The highways of Glindring are really bumpy. Yes, they are. It would be good to have more cushioning in the back. <laughs> I see that we're doing the Star Trek. <laughs> That's how you know the ride is bumpy. Everyone is jumping up and down in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very stabilized. Uh -huh. thing. Yeah. Okay. Your legs are just shock absorbers. <laughs> are we there yet? <laughs> uh, no. Are we there yet? Uh, so, so uh, you're the captain, right? Yes, that is that correct. Is, that is Captain. How about that? If that's what you want to call me, I've been called worse things, to be sure. What's the worst thing you've been called? Oh. Saltworthy. It's unmentionable <laughs> to such delicate ears as yourselves. I wouldn't repeat it, because it would dirty my mouth. Just wash it out! <laughs> uh, what are your companions' names? The two women traveling up front pipe up to answer your question. My name is Safine, and mine is Isabella. Safine and Isabella? Yes. What what do they look like? I forget from last. Like pirates. 
I don't think I gave you a very good description of them mm-hmm. last time. You've been traveling for, you know, five, six hours now down the road. You're a good distance away from Nordfeld. Safine, she is, well, a, on the shorter side with um, shoulder length, blonde hair, an undercut. And she often wears... Uh, it's a, ki- a kind of tricorn hat. Human? Yes, she is human. Are they both human? As is Safine. So everyone here is human. Safine has um, bright blue hair. In a fantasy setting? Is this Isabel, you mean? Oh, yes, Isabel, excuse me. Isabel has bright blue hair and. It is much longer than Safine's, flowing down in gentle curls to about her waist. She wears no hat, and both of them are wearing the sort of stereotypical pirate garb. Buttoned Can down. I have a hat because it got stolen? Are you asking her that? Yes, I, I'm curious about her lack of hat. I don't wear a hat. Why not? It makes me hot. <laughs> it covers my head up. Try smaller hat. What, what good would smaller hat do for me? Looks cool. Does it? Yes. That's what I tell all the animals I give hats to. <laughs> Maybe I should find a small hat. How small are we talking? I, uh... What size of pancake? I use that my... That is a small hat. I use my glamoured leather armor to make, like, a pancake-sized bowler hat right on the top of <laughs> <laughs> Like... Like a silver dollar-sized bowler hat? Yeah, uh, okay. Like a just real small... Like a real small... on top of my hat. Not, not, not off to the side or anything. Just right on top. A comically oh, small... Oh, look at cool hat! <laughs> like this. This is so cool! It works for you. Speaking of, we should have some pancakes. <laughs> yes. You, some pancakes. You, who are captain, how about that? We have not had breakfast yet. Where is the buffet? <laughs> Isn't it evening now? No, this is... Well, it's a Nordfeldian very late night at this point. So it's the morning. Yes, the sun is up. <laughs> We're out of Nordfeld now. You are now so out of Nordfeld. We can go back to a normal. We're diurnal. diurnal. Yes, you're now back on diurnal functioning. Mm-hmm. So should we? Here's a question: Do I still have my pie? Did you eat it? I, I... <laughs> I mean, we were splitting it, but I don't know how much we ate of it. <laughs> I, I suppose that's up to all of you. I have no problem with you having a pie. It, it's just how much do you want to have eaten before? So. If you want to, you can have your pie that you stole with your big boy crime. Yes, my big boy crime. Well, where is breakfast? (laughs) You did promise us meals. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh Uh-huh. He reaches underneath his... uh, You both... All of you are kind of sitting on a bench in the back of this wagon. That runs on along either side of the wagon. 
<laughs> yes, the well coordinated. <laughs> you guys would fit right right in on TOS. Yeah. Um, reaches underneath his bench, pulls out a pretty standard looking small supply box, pops the lid open, and tosses each of you a couple pieces of jerky. Ah. Meal fit for a king. Oh, queen. For 1,000 gold, I was expecting better fare. Ah, uh, it's mostly the passage you paid for, not the accommodations. Do you have any, like, eggs? Eggs. I suppose we could pop out and get some as we travel down the road. Um, uh, not much to cook it in the back of a moving wagon. I can handle that. I suppose if you we already want to have consume them. No, we <laughs> don't have an edible egg. No. <laughs> Might I inquire what you are carrying on your back? <laughs> That's my boulette egg. It's my baby. Why are you carrying around a boulette egg? Because I'm going to hatch it and raise it as my own. Well, good luck. Thank you. I'm sure that you're going to need it. So, if you are going to stop for eggs, perhaps you could also pick up a few other things. We would like some fresh vegetables, uh, cucumber, croissant, tomato. Yes, croissants would be wonderful. And if you happen onto a pretzel or two, that would be good as well. Oh, um, used to shopping episodes. Some onions, potatoes. As you're and... talking, he kind of jumps out the back of the wagon. Be right back. Thank you. <laughs> and he goes running off into a field and they slow the wagon. I think and he's just stealing them from afar. They are pirates. Six minutes later, he comes back. Oh, we need to move quickly, if you don't mind picking up the pace, scales. And they just nod and kind of shake their heads as an arrow goes flying past the two of them. Duck. I was slightly less deft oh, than I usually duck? am at <laughs> sneaking into the chicken coop. I hope so. Oh, a chicken. Here's your eggs, madam. Thank you. How many eggs do I have? You have five eggs. All right. I will use my frying pan and fry them up. I'll use my magical herb pouch to, you know, get some... Some, some nice... oregano. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fresh parsley. Salt, pepper. A little bit and of. Oregano. Yeah. Oh, just mm -hmm. a small amount of oregano. Very small. Okay. I'll just make some nice omelets for everyone. You do that? You're feeding there. them as well. What? You're feeding them as well. Well, all but one of them. <laughs> There's five eggs. Ah, okay. You couldn't possibly split up any eggs in there. That'd be impossible. <laughs> I, I don't this know. is an excellent omelet. Thank you very much. Yeah, excellent. It is, yes. And that's not exaggerating. So, that was terrible, Yoke! I will make omelets for people. No. <laughs> no. I think Bad I, tabaxi. <laughs> if anyone wants, I still have some um, mushrooms, I think. How old are those? They're musty. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a okay. while. Well, that was that was much better than the jerky. 
Well, I'll keep in mind that I have to steal a couple of eggs each day to keep three of you fed. Yeah. Yes, we are low maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do to pass time? Yeah, like, do you just sit in the cart? Do you... Oh, do you play instruments? Uh, mostly we sit in silence, or occasionally tell bad jokes. Sometimes Safine plays a bit on her lute. That's about it, though. Oh. Do you play the Staxis? In the back of a moving car? No, I That's hard not. mode! <laughs> hard mode, the Staxis. <laughs> Perhaps you could teach us some pirate shanties, some sea shanties. Mm. Maybe one of them can teach me how to pick locks better. That could be, too. I'm afraid I'm not much for singing. Never let people see your weak side, I tell them. What about Safina and Isabel? Do they sing chanties? If we like you, sure. Oh. They're not I think that for means us. it costs extra. <laughs> no, I think we must roll a... Do they, will, do they like us? I like check. us check. <laughs> I don't think you roll the do they like us check. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in the interest of seeing what happens to all of you, one of you roll a d100. Yeah, I had one. Well, just go around. Go around. That is an 88. Ooh. 88. Is this like on our like first day? Like an old school. Just in general. Yes. Yeah. Um. On the first day out, we rolled an 88. As we passed along the farm. Let's see gate. here. <laughs> There's. Are you the lyricist for nines plus one? No, I was hoping that they would teach us a sea shanty so that they did oh. not hear me making up songs. Uh, sorry, I pick a number one through four. Uh, three. Pick one of the remaining numbers, Ulseth. One. Nines, pick one of the remaining ones. Four. All right. I don't believe anyone chose two. Oh. And the was it Ulseth who chose three, or no, was it no, Zoria? Zoria chose three. three. All right, remember your numbers. Make a perception check. Me? Yes. Do I have guidance? No. No. Oh. Oh no. Eight. I rolled on that one. We're good at this adventuring outside of Northfell thing. Good thing we're just sitting here in a wagon. As you are <laughs> trundling down the road, all of a sudden, uh, one of the sides of the cart lurches downward and sends the three of you tumbling across to the other side of the cart. You land on top of the captain, and Ooh. the whole thing is dreadfully uncomfortable. He looks no, up at captain. you three. <laughs> I, I don't suppose I turned into a furball. Nine, nines liked it. <laughs> I don't suppose that the three of you might terribly getting off of me. The other two might. I think I'm comfortable here. I feel like <laughs> a refund. <laughs> At least a partial no. refund. Yes. I'm going to get up and look for danger. Because I have no idea why we just fell over. The two up front have. Are, they're in their seat still, but. They're sort of dislodged and laying on their sides. Uh, is everyone all right? Thing? What happened? I don't know. 
If you get off of me, I can get out. Look, I already got up. I'm off. It's I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, far be it from me to disturb a tabaxi. All right. Uh, he shoves you off. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he gets out. Well, this is going to be a bit of a problem. There is a trap laden underneath this wheel now. I'm sure it was meant for someone else, definitely not us. But our wheel has fallen in nonetheless. Would someone mind giving me a hand getting this out? What is it you're trying to do? We need to lift it out of a larger hole that the wheel has fallen in. Okay, everybody out of the wagon, I will lift it out of the hole. No! (laughs) You're not in the wagon. (laughs) You have to climb in. Fine, I'll stay out of the wagon so Orthos doesn't hit me with something. So. Go ahead and make um, an athletics check. I'm gonna keep a watch since he said this was a trap. 15. Although, it is quite an effort for you to lift this cart. This cart is heavier than it looks. It must be all of that jerky. (laughs) You do manage to get it to a point where the horses can pull it forward. Do the horses have names? uh, Are you asking me or are you asking the people around? Asking the captain. You who are captain, how about that? Do the horses have names? Um... I'm not sure. We borrowed them. Mm. How Wait else? a second. How about? I take a good look at the two horses. Okay. Is one of them familiar? Yes. Is one of them Winfer- Winfield? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, one can be Winfield. All right. What one's Winfield? Didn't we leave Winfield sitting outside the guild house? Winfield has a mind of his own. He's a horse. He's, he's his own free horse. He's a horse with ambitions. He was a free horse. Okay. Is the other one named Sturmgrim? <laughs> no. Well. So we get back in the cart now. That, um... That is going to put a bit of a delay on things, says the captain, as he's now looking underneath the wagon. Unfortunately, part of the axle system is now cracked, and I'll have to repair it. Is that important? Wagon repair. Wagon repair. Yes, it is important. I see a small town just over the horizon. You can look and see the smoke columns rising. Pretty sure I can find the parts I need there. Shouldn't take too long once I have the right pieces. If you all want to stay here, that's perfectly fine. I can run in on my own. The smoke columns, does that look like regular, like chimney stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it looks like there's people living. No, it's not being burned down. It's being burned down. No, definitely not. Not yet. No, it looks like, you know, there's there's cooking fires and regular chimney smoke coming up. If only you'd kept those branches. Yeah. Carried them around for 19 sessions. So, well, we could go into town as well. Perhaps the captain, as part of our fare, would treat us to a decent lunch. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is the most food motivated group I've ever DM'd. Very food motivated. We made a whole bunch of colorful characters in there with unique backstories. Yeah. Ah, yes. We'll ask everyone about why they're in this town. <laughs> what their ancestors were like, Captain. what their future plans are. Uh, yes. What's the name of this town? I have no idea. What's your huh, complex That's a very... <laughs> oh, I don't talk about that. Oh, of course not. <laughs> not on the first smuggling, at least. Well, shall we, shall we accompany Captain How About That down to I have no idea? Sure. I don't think these are actual names. Then why is he saying them like they are names? I think he's just saying he doesn't know the name of the town. Why didn't he not just say that? <laughs> he did. He said, what is the name of that town? I have no idea. <laughs> As though he had a very good idea what the town's name was. I think you're mistaking confidence for facts. <laughs> That's, that is up to you guys if you want to go. Right, yeah. Kid. Yes. It may, takes... May we accompany you to the town that has no name? Oh, yes, of course. Please do. And he looks over at the two gals you're traveling with, just goes, you owe me. <laughs> Come along. Nice. Let's see if we can find the parts we need. You can yeah, split party and hang out with them and discuss our hopes and dreams? I was going to suggest maybe you learn some more criming from the captain while we're here. I don't know. He doesn't seem good at crime. He got... Five eggs for six people. Yeah. Five eggs for six people and an arrow practically through his head. That was not very good criming. You with the pie was much better than that. I admit it wasn't one of my finer moments, but I'm in a bit of a rush. Well, we do we head down into town then? Yeah, if you guys want to go into town with him. Sure, let's go into town. Okay. This whole stuff probably needs rope. <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> Well, the three of you can feel free to make your way around town. Meet me back here in, say, an hour and a half or so. All right, I'll look for a market. All right. There's... This is a pretty small town. There's maybe 20 buildings in it. Most of them seem to be houses. Mm -hmm. So the market that you find is, uh, you know... A town blacksmith and then a couple farmers that are setting up and bartering with people for what they need. Perfect. I would like to buy potatoes, carrots, eggs, a chicken. Um, what else will we need? Onion. Onions. Salt. Uh, I can I got salt. Ah. Do you need anything? Nines? Tuna? No, I'm just on the prowler for more pie. Okay. Basically, I'd like to buy provisions. Okay. You know, maybe a cabbage. You're able to pretty much go through and, like, pick out all of that laying out on tables. All right. How much will that all cost me? Well, what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I have six carrots. No, I see what you have. Do you have to trade? Uh, money. Money. We don't usually get too much of that through here, mm. but I suppose we can make an arrangement for money. Um, 
say six silver pieces for this? I also have a set of fine clothing if you want to trade. Well, that is a nice piece. We don't usually have a whole lot of uh, nice things to wear through here. And it's hard to make. Uh, if you're willing to trade that away, I'm sure that, that I can convince that I'm a partner to let you have all that. Alright, only if you tell me your backstory. <laughs> My backstory? Yeah, like your life story. And your name and, you know... My start name with, is start Mary. With your I was born here in this town and spent my whole life here. But you're secretly in love with someone. No, I'm in love with my partner. Oh. Okay. She points over her shoulder at another woman working. Yeah, this doll. Oh. Well, that's. I mean, that's pretty boring. Mm hmm. Have you killed anyone? No. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Have you thought about killing anyone? No. Well, I'll trade you these clothes. You want someone dead, though? No. You folks aren't here to start any trouble, are you? Nope. Nope. No, that guy is. Yeah, we're just here to be smuggled out of the country. Uh, well, good luck to you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Here's the clothes. She takes your fine piece of clothing and... Um, sends you off with... Uh, <laughs> A couple armfuls worth of Can you supplies. help me carry these baskets? I will carry those for you, Zoria. Thank you. You're Zoria now, correct? Uh, no, I'm not a changeling. No, who are you now? I'm, I, I'm currently disguised as a dwarf woman. What is your name? I have not determined that yet. What is your complex backstory? I am a, I'm a distant cousin of the Ulstein line. Yeah. You, it's getting into character. I will carry your baskets for you, Stain. Don't use my royal name around the commoners. Call me... Ishmael. Ishmaela. <laughs> I will carry your baskets for you, Ishmaela. I'm glad that you described yourself. I'm glad you described yourself and your lack of name. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have known who you were at the moment. Excuse me, you are selling vegetables? Yes. Is there a place like a bakery in town? She points at the building directly across from her. Mm -hmm. That's the bread maker. Okay, I'll go over to the bread maker. Hello, you who are your bread maker? Hey, what do you need? I was wondering if you happen to have any pretzels or perhaps croissant. I have loaves of bread. Oh, we should get some bread. Um, yes, that sounds good. I will take. How, how large are these? How large are these loaves? Maybe fairly um, large. Four, four loaves. I don't know if I can eat that much. Just get two. Two. I will take two loaves of your bread. Okay. What can you offer? Well, I do have coppers and silvers. Uh, money folk. Uh, All right. Yes, that is true. Um, I do not wish to give up my... I also am carrying some candles. <laughs> and... Uh, if you wish to be traded in money, 
It'll yes. be uh, five five copper. Uh, that is a very good deal. Um, I will actually give you one silver for these two loaves. Have at it. And I do not need to make change. Anything else you guys need in town? Well, perhaps, perhaps I could suggest this. When someone buys some of your bread, you could say, "Have a great bread loaf day." I'll uh, Just think point. about it. How about your re- your ready to have a good day now? Good, good ideas. It, you know, it might market you better. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna do that. Mm-mm. It's a society that doesn't use money really needs to market better. <laughs> it's a small rural town that doesn't get many travelers. Right. They're not really. Okay. This is mostly bartering here. I think I think we've used up the resources in this town. Yeah. There's, there's not much. We have supplies for the trip now. Yeah, so at least we in the back of the wagon will eat well. Yeah. All right. After, you know, an hour and a half passes, you meet back up with the captain, who seems to have some appropriate parts to fix the wagon. Did you do a big crime? No, I paid for them. Oh. Oh, nice. Did you find pie? No. Hmm. A pieless town. It's the worst town. All right. Um, ready to head back, three of you? Yeah. You mind getting all that stuff in the cart? Yeah, I'll I'll put the uh, baskets of produce in the cart. Very good. We have supplemented the poor victuals that you have provided for us. And we are ever so grateful. Uh, we did not say we would share with you. <laughs> I didn't think you were. <laughs> so, Can he... we go now? What? I think we are going. Can go. we go now? <laughs> He sets about uh, fixing the wagon when you get back. It takes him the better part of the afternoon to get things right. <sighs> I was hoping we weren't going to have any of these difficulties, but it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Of course we would. I think we'll have to camp uh, not too very far from here. Hope you don't mind roughing it for a night. We'll have to do that several mm. times. We're used to it. We're used, yes. We have slept outdoors before. And this time, no one well, will be Well, you never could us. tell. <laughs> you know, once you got our money, you stopped being all charming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was far after that. It was uh, about the time that you asked for croissants. But I stopped being charming. So... Is there anywhere in particular you'd like to set up camp for the night? I do not believe we know this area. I can look around for a good spot. All right. Do you want to do what? Survival? Nature? Perception? What, what am I rolling? Or am I just looking? If he, it depends what you want to use. I want to look for a good secluded spot that will stay warm and dry. Okay, why don't you make a survival check? Guidance. Natural 20 plus 9. As the sun begins to set, 
you finally point out just the perfect little copse off the roadways that seems to be secluded behind a hill, yet still on high ground. You noticed it just at the last second before you went around a bend. This is the spot. You set up your camp for the night and um, prepare whatever food you want. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna cook the chicken. Make some, like, fry the chicken, break it up, fry it in the pan. Of course. Um, I'll use the fat from it to cook some potatoes and some carrots. You know, season them accordingly. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can add add some mead to the meal. Nines. Use part of my mead that I haven't done in the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make enough for everyone. You said you make enough for everyone. Yep. All right. Add some of the onions, things like that. That is very generous of you, Ishmaela. Ishmaela. <laughs> that is what you said your name is yep. currently. Oh, it is. <laughs> well, I do appreciate the food, and I apologize for my sour mood later. Fixing wagons is always a good way to put me into a bad temper. Well, we'll try not to roll 88 again, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, you look like you could use meat. I could definitely use some meat. <laughs> could I have a meat, Vines? Yeah, you can have meat. Here you go. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Nines, do you still have your you still have your screamy stick, correct? Oh yeah. Yes, I do have screamy stick. We should definitely use the scream stick. It, it, let's see, it has like a ten foot diameter, twenty foot Something diameter. Something like that. Just uh, enough for the three of us to uh <laughs> if we sleep close to the stick. <laughs> Why are you so like anti the people we paid to get us where we need to go? Because it has a very small diameter. Oh. They can't we can't all fit in a diameter. We only have one screamy stick. Did you find any uh, in your inventory? It, it works up to 500 feet. 500 feet? Yeah, I have it in there. Oh. Okay, uh, well, then we can all see. Tempest diameter. Uh... This is military technology that you guys just... bought. Yes. No, we found it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you definitely didn't buy it. Right? No, we found it and lost the money. Yeah, we lost, I just happened to lose some money when I found it. <laughs> it was this, a great deal so of... Uh, this is a magic that stick. In. Yeah. It's a magic stick that will yell at us if they're intruders. All right. You and place it on the ground, I'm sure, sort of in the middle of camp, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, although, I am reading the description, and... It looks like they get the 500 works if you have multiple of it or something. The right? zone of warning, I'm reading this again, is 10 feet. So it creates a 10 foot diameter. Uh, 20 feet, sorry. Or, uh, oh no. That's it's a 10 foot diameter, diameter, not a radius. Yeah. A 10 foot diameter around the post. But the placer of the beacon can be alerted as far as 500 feet away from it. The idea is 
that you could place this, say, a whole series of them at the outer edge of a camp and still be far inward of that camp and be alerted if something crosses it. So is this place where we're camping, is it uh, enclosed at all, or is it just wide open everywhere? She said it was a cop, so I'm guessing that there's some trees. Okay. You're... As far as traveling through the northern um, interstitial woods area that you're in, because it's kind of the region that you're in, mm-hmm. much more north of you there's heavy woods, much south of you you enter into plains and this is a transition area. So, so nines, perhaps you could place the screamy stick in a in a location which is likely to intercept anyone coming toward us. Towards the road, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes, can I use my perception to pick a spot that would seem most likely some where someone would come? That would be more insight, like insight. Well, not not even really insight necessarily. I think that's more survival, even I would even say you could use stealth in this, trying to think through the how am I if I were to sneak in here, what way would I use? I see AT&T's off to a a, a, good start. a good start with you in it. I got a 17. Alright. You... You have a pretty good idea of where someone might try to sneak up on you. Given that the cart has been placed in such a way to block the largest pathway and create an impediment for anyone trying to move through there, the remaining pathways in here, which seem to be some deer trails, you stake them out and find what you think the most likely one to be. And uh, another thing I want to do tonight is I actually haven't attuned to Old Thumper yet. And it says I have to threaten it. To attune to it? Yes. I must prove to the club that I am worthy by making it feel threatened. Oh, well, I'll give you guidance and my hatchet. (laughs) So while I'm attuning to it, does it speak to me or does it just exist? (laughs) It simply exists. do not feel more intimidating. If you don't let me be more intimidating, I will take a hatchet to you. Are you holding the weapon as you're talking to it? Yeah. That's that's the way I do it. (laughs) It shudders a little bit. There's a little vibration you sense in it. Roll an intimidation check. You said you did guidance, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, that was a terrible roll, and I got a nine. At least it's on brand. The... (laughs) The club? 
Um, as much as you could like get the feel from a club, it. How, how do I want to describe this? It, it basically makes you feel like you're talking it, to a piece of wood. It, it, like it, it just sort of kind of makes you feel stupid. I don't know how a club would really do that, but you just get this innate sense that it thinks you're dumb. So I take your hatchet back. Okay. I pick up, I pick up the club and I go over to the fire. I'm like this is useless to me now. I just hold it over the fire for a second. Roll another intimidation check with advantage. And that is going to be a uh, twenty-three. Uh, this time, the weapon it it sort of gives off this warm energy, and you feel surrounded by this uh, sort of warm ambiance. And... I feel warm and ambiance, but that might be the fire. <laughs> <laughs> you now feel connected with the weapon, and you have. This is a club it. that will keep you warm at night. <laughs> yes, but fire will do that well as huh. well. Huh. But I don't think I will burn this club. It feels like it is a part of me. <laughs> you are successfully attuned to old thumper. Okay. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy that particular method of attunement. <laughs> Having to threaten the weapon to get it to work with you. Yes, I'm gonna tell everyone I had to threaten this weapon in order to make it work with me. It's a good it's a good strategy. If I can threaten a stick, I can threaten you. <laughs> with the stick. <laughs> Alright. Before I turn in, I'm going to uh, do a uh, fervent tech training session with my Pamphlet. Sure. And I would like to see if one of them would help train me in lockpicking a little. Um, I got a 61. Okay. Who are you asking? Uh, Captain. Yes. Arnie, are you or... Safina or Isabella trained in picking locks. They all sort of smirk and chuckle. I think we could all say we're well trained in that skill. Well, I've been practicing. Oh. And I was wondering if one of you would help me practice and learn. A fellow scallywag. Exactly. Well, I always say, if you grow your profession, you grow with it. So. What is that? Meme. And why do you always say that? <laughs> because it's an old saying where I come from. Where do you come from? Nah. <laughs> it's a well-kept secret. We will find out. Because if we go to a place where everyone is saying, if you grow into your profession, you will grow or something, then we know that we are where, where he is from. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's made very important 30 to 40 sessions from now. Which, <laughs> That's right. Which one of us would you care to... Uh, I really don't want to be in a place where everyone is always saying... At teaching. At teaching? Well, I'm not sure about that. 
uh, what do you two girls think? They look at each other. And Isabella says, I think I'm probably the most skilled at teaching someone. Okay. Do you mind teaching me? Um, no. I... Uh, a little rusty on teaching some of the basics, but I think I can manage. <laughs> well, I, I've been practicing a bit, so we'll see where I'm at. Go ahead and roll percentile dice twice. Or... <laughs> Maybe that's really good. Ten black picking. And fifty-one. So fifty-five. Total. Total. All right. Anything else the three of you want to do before you bed down? Um, that's all for me. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. Then, number three. Roll percentile dice. Number three? Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. If I roll four again. I rolled a 51 again. Wow. I rolled 51 in a row. Twice. Wow. Okay. Um... See what happens. That went under my tablet. Very good. As you are sleeping, there's <laughs> dreaming about you being hear in the wagon. Some loud cracking nearby. I'm suddenly waiting. Wake up. And Be alert. You are, you now rouse each other. What, um, what do you want to do next? Yeah. Uh, laying on the ground, awake, but not able to see much more Which than just from, looking around. Is the crackling coming from the direction of the screamy stick? No. I want to cast guidance and try and listen for the sound to identify what's happening. Um, yeah, why don't you roll, um, why, why don't you roll, uh, survival? I think that's the closest thing here. 17. I'm also alert and, and wondering what's going on. You can tell that it's not the footfalls of hey. animals. It seems to be more... Well, it seems to be something with two legs. I think it's humanoid. Mm. It's too... There's too much of a crunch, too much of a snap with it. It is perhaps a bipedal baby mammoth. Or it's one of them going out to pee. Mm. I told you I'd find you, you bastard! And I need all of you to roll an initiative. Seven. All right, so Ulseth has seven. Nines, what do you have? Six. All right. <laughs> Four. Uh oh, even. Wonderful. Even all right. 
Maybe this maybe this intruder is after. Uh, oh, I think they're after the captain. Yeah, we don't have to worry about this. All right. Um, Not our fight. Is this the farmer? Uh, you don't know, but and I don't. It, don't it wouldn't appear to be as you look around. It seems to be a rival pirate based on his garb, and there are five of them all together. The captain and his two crewmates seem to have wrapped up four, leaving one for the three of you. And we're going to take just a quick break while I set up the battle map. We'll be right back in just a minute or two. Hello, everyone. We're back, and we are uh, about to jump into battle here. So, when uh, when you were sleeping the night, you were snuck up upon, and you find yourselves in the midst of a battle. Someone is uh, upset with the captain, it seems, since they were screaming at him, and they became very very clear, very quickly. And there's now one person charging uh, towards the three of you. This individual goes first. And he tries to just charge by the three of you, actually. Like, what route? Goes right past Soria. Yep, right there. All right. Like there? Yes. And I'll take an attack of opportunity if I can. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. What do I even have to hit him with? Let's see. I will. Oh, I have a scimitar. I'll try and hit him with that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 10. That, uh, that does not hit. So as you swing out with your scimitar, being very well practiced. Swing wide. Yeah. I, I mean, that's my reaction. I don't yep. know. Okay. He uh, then grabs a dagger from his side and throws it out towards the captain. Who's off to the south. Who's that for the purposes of simplicity in here, engaged with the other three and won't be seen in this battle because that would be kind of boring to have uh, seven other people just being part of the combat. <laughs> just whacking each other with Lexi rolling. <laughs> yes. I'm fairly good at being descriptive about combat. I'm not that entertaining. <laughs> so he throws his dagger out and it whizzes by the captain's ear, dicks it just a little bit. Now and, the captain has a fierce fear. And this wow. individual screams out, you took my ship and you took my crew and I'm going to take your life. And that's his turn. Cool, Seth. It is now your turn. You want to just go up to this guy? You who are the intruder. What ship and crew has he taken? As I wield my weapons. It does not respond to you. Uh. Okay, well, I slash at him 
slash at him with uh, Kachiralar. All right, good. Getting all of uh, that would be eighteen. That hits, yeah. Go ahead and roll for damage. Um, usually this, uh, usually this is a two or a three. Let's see what happens. On a DA, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a four. Uh, wow. So I do eight damage. Okay. Tiralar, and then I bring up my offhand. Non-lethally. And just non-lethally smash at him with the hilt of Alashalar. All right. Getting a nat 20. All right. <laughs> All right. So I do two of these. And it's not good. The offhand is always better mm-hmm. than the main hand. So it only hand, does six, uh, six non-lethal hilt smash. Did you roll one twice? I did. Wow. That's a rare role it's a reversal. Rare thing. Usually, yeah. usually Alashalar is pretty nasty. All right. <laughs> Managing to connect with both your weapons, you take your main hand, stab it through his side, catching him. You think maybe nicking his kidney a little bit because he winces over pretty badly. And then you kind of punch him in the back since you're doing non-lethal damage and hit him with your guard. He doubles back, whirls around, and is, um, will be attempting to face you. But it's Nine's turn. Uh, there is now a now super groggy Nines who's upset that his catnap was interrupted. <laughs> Yo! You disrupted my sleep! I'll kill you! <laughs> <laughs> and I just grab my club and I just start running at him. All right. If he wants to be intimidated by that, I can do that. Otherwise, I'm just going to hit him in the head with my club. Go ahead. Is it advantage with uh, flanking? Yes. Yes, you are flanking. So you get advantage on your attack rolls. That's going to be a 21. That will definitely hit, yeah. And that's going to be five damage. Okay. Swing down with old Thumper, and you do give him a whack on the head. And he recoils, holding his head. Ah, who the hell are you guys? We have no name. We're Smugglies. We are paying passengers. Yeah, well, help me kill him, and I'll let you have your money back, and I'll still smuggle you. That's a good deal. Mm, He doesn't have a ship, though. He just said that. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have a ship. That's a good point. Or a crew. What's it? We're in combat. We can't talk to him, really. It's your turn now. (laughs) Unless nines or something else you want to do. I mean, I can keep intimidating him. Do you want to use your bonus action for that? Uh, sure. Can we still use my screaming and running at him with my, uh... Yeah, we'll factor weapon? all that in, yeah. That's gonna be a 19. What What is your goal here? What are you trying to intimidate him into doing? I just want him to leave. I want to go back to sleep. He looks a little wary at 
you two, not quite realizing that Sori is part of this yet, because you two are the ones who've just stabbed and bludgeoned him. And so he's looking warily at the two of you, but makes no other reaction other than to look slightly nervous. Sorry, it's your turn. Hi. I'll step back and eat and cast Thorn Whip. Go ahead. Not, not one plus seven. <laughs> I am only rolling ones and twenties today. Feeling a little groggy, apparently. <laughs> you last shot with Thorn Whip uh, coming up slightly short and having no effect. It's now back to his turn, unless there's something else you'd like to no. do. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. He looks at the two of you. So you in? Mm. No! You don't you have do. a ship! Or a crew. Fine, then. Or wholesales. And he swings out first at Olseth. Um, guessing a 24 hits. Oh, uh, yes. All right. Dealing six damage to you, then swinging over at nines. Um, I am guessing a nine does not hit, though. No, it does not hit. Okay. But it's on brand. <laughs> it is on brand. Swings out, connects with Ulseth, slashes you across your chest, not very deeply, swings out at nines, and manages to give you just the barest of haircuts across your arm. It's just one whisker dramatically floats down. You know. That will end his turn. It is now Ulseth's turn. You who are a wounded pirate, you may surrender now and live. <laughs> There's no surrender in this game. Lots of people surrendered so to us in this game. Yes, it's a common theme. Well, at any rate... I need to choose I, my words more carefully, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I raise Kachirilar and... Non-lethally. Uh, non hit him with the side of the blade upside the head. All right. Um, well, I don't, really. Ten. You have advantage. Yeah, you have advantage. Yeah, you still have advantage, because you are flanking. Well, in that case, uh, you, uh, fourteen. Uh, that does not connect. Well, then I uh, raise a Lashalar, which seems to be a much more effective weapon. <laughs> you should just get a second one of those. <laughs> yeah, you should just use two of, of them. Yeah. And, uh, attack with that, getting, um, in this case, a at one, but a 25. Okay. Uh, that does hit. Go okay, ahead and roll for damage. Down, maybe not one this time. Um, seven. Non-lethal damage, I'm assuming? Seven non-lethal hilt-smashing damage. All right. You smash your guard across his head. Ah! Could you stop hitting me? If you would quit fighting, yes. And is there anything else you want to do? Um, I'm going to do action surge and just do this again. Sure. Yeah. I can just use one weapon this time. No, it's a whole other action, isn't it? Your offhand's a bonus action to attack. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'm just going to use the Lashalar. <laughs> no, no. 
No, I will take a chance. Kachiro R. <laughs> take a chance on your better weapon. On my, on my main hand weapon. <laughs> I'll take a chance it's, on my... It's better on paper. Maybe I'm really left-handed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should maybe try and... Maybe I should it. switch these... Maybe. Weapons. Why don't you do that? Okay. I'm going to switch weapons. My hands, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Are you actually switching weapons? Yes. Kachirilar is now on my left I, hand. I think I think you could probably do that as a it worked fine. I'll do it next. I'll do it in between. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna allow it as a free action. It's for flavor. Yeah. Um seventeen. See? As you bring your weapon down, surely to connect, this parent, rival captain, that draws his blade out and parries it away. Well, you must have just hit his AC. Yeah, wow. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? No, that was, uh, that's what I did. Okay. Nines, your turn. Oh, wait. Can I do a, um... No, that was a he didn't attack me, so he didn't. That wasn't a missed melee slashing no. weapon. No. That is correct. Okay. Nines, your turn. I was dreaming of croissant and you ruined it. <laughs> and I hit him again with the club. I roll a two and a four, so that's not going to do anything. Okay. Uh, being unused to wielding such a large weapon, uh, much as a club at all. You swing wide and find yourself just slightly off balance for a moment, looking a little ridiculous. Well, Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, not right now. Okay. Sorry, it's your turn. Angry uh, to inspire anyone. <laughs> All right. Um, the first thing I'm going to do is use my bonus action to do a Balm of the Summer Court on Ulseth, calling on a energy to revive you and I heal six hit points. Ooh. Um, wait. Yeah, six hit points and you get one temporary hit point as well. And then I'm going to use my main action to attempt to thorn whip again. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, that's, that's an 11 this time. You swing out with your thorn whip and manage to wrap it around his boot for a moment before he kicks it off. I'm not really feeling this. (laughs) (laughs) I've had just about enough of the three of you! Then you may leave. (laughs) He swings at uh, first at Wolseth and... What's he attacking with? He's attacking with a scimitar. Okay. I'm guessing that 11 does not hit. No, but so, I can react. You can. With an attacking roll. Alashalar disarm. To disarm, yes. Do I get advantage because we're still flanking? In the specific rules around Alashalar, no. It'd be very specific circumstances to get advantage on this one. Um, uh, 21. You manage to rend his sword away from him. 
Oh. Drop it to the ground. Oh, sorry, this arm. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> this works way better when it you're does. using it left-handed. Yes. Yeah. And Dalashalar still continues to work fine wearing right here. Yeah. We'll need to thank this guy for learning something new about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, After all of these dozens, dozens of years, I have learned that I am a weapon, left-handed weapon man. And having thrown his dagger... Um, he swings out with his fist at nines. <laughs> um, guessing a seven does not hit. Okay. At that point, he looks at you, looks at the club, looks at you, looks at his sword, and he just bolts for the woods. Hmm. Pro provoking an attack of opportunity from nines. Yeah. Nines may make an attack of opportunity, Ulseth having used his reaction. Yeah, it's just regular, no advantage, right? Uh, well, you would have been flanking at the time, so you can still roll with advantage. So close. Uh, that's gonna be a 22. That will hit, yeah. Go ahead and roll for damage. Non-lethal damage. <laughs> I'm just, like, swinging it like a baseball club. Mm-hmm. And I do four damage. Okay. Your inexperience with the weapon? And it doesn't seem to matter too much as you connect with his shoulder, knocking him for a moment off balance, but he continues to press into the woods. How far is he running? I, wrote, I moved him 30. Yeah, that's his full movement. That's all he can do. Okay. And it's Ulseth's turn now. Hmm. Do we want to pursue him or? I feel like this is probably not someone we should just like leave without tying up or something. Mm, okay. Move me behind him. I assume I can get there. Yeah. Like there. Mm hmm. And um, I guess I'll uh, just do some non lethal attacking. I would, I would do grapple, but that's all I can do. It's ah. just once. Okay, so I raise Katiralar and attempt to uh, disable him non-lethally by slashing at his uh, the, the back of his leg. All right. That's uh, only a 12. He is just out of your reach as you misjudge the distance, finding nothing but air. But I judge better with Alashalar. We'll Probably. see. <laughs> Probably. We'll see. You do? We'll see. Um, I do. 23. All right. Uh, you, you do find uh, better aim with Alashalar and manage to connect. Go ahead and roll for damage. Doing uh, eight non-lethal heal-smashing damage. Somehow you always... Like, I find it incredible that the statistically worse weapon mm -hmm. is, consistent. is consistently the most damaging weapon. Mm -hmm. Not only damaging, but disarming. Yeah. It has a great personality. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, Get a second one of those. <laughs> Get another Alashal. Uh, there really isn't anything else I can do other than tell him to just stop and like, well. He keeps running. Nines, it's your turn. He's 30 feet away from me, right? Yes. 
Uh, I'm gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter on him. Okay. Hey, pirate! What is your favorite letter? And there... <laughs> <laughs> did you really just? Yeah. You really did that. Yep. So is that a save yeah, or? Yeah, fourteen wisdom save. I can't believe you did that. I can. It's really and... for me. No, he fails. He is now inflicted with. Tasha's hideous laughter. What does that do? Well, first off, he found that joke so unbelievably funny that he is now on the ground laughing hysterically and he will not be able to stand up. Uh, he can do a wisdom save every time we attack him to uh, break that. And, but uh, right now he can't do anything. He's incapacitated because my joke was so hilarious. So if we don't attack him, he doesn't do a save. Uh, he does do a save at a, the start end of, of his turn. turn. Start of his end turn. turn. Oh, okay. No, end of a uh, end of its turn. So he loses his action for that turn, even if he saves. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So you can tie him up if you want. That's not an attack. It's just each time he takes damage. Okay. That's what happens. That, that works. So he's not <laughs> he's not moving. Um he's incapacitated and unable to stand up for one minute. That uh <laughs> effectively ends combat since he can't do anything for 10 rounds at Let's, this point. Why so, don't you tie him up with some of your rope? I will tie him up with some of my rope. I'll use I'll, I'll use six feet of my precious rope. Not the really heavy-duty rope, but just the regular rope. Okay. And on his arms and another six feet on his legs. All right. Did I heal all your health back up with that? Yes, you did. Okay. So he's now bound. He's not gagged. We might want to, you know... Oh. He might he might tell a joke in return or something. Of this, uh, I, I'd like to. I know it's mostly just bruising and concussive hits that he's got, but I think he got slashed a couple times. So I'll, he did. I'll do a little medical first aid on that. You're able to uh, treat his wounds as best you can. None of them are particularly grievous, but they're not general grievous. Generally oh. grievous. They're not generally grievous. <laughs> Yep, that First happened. I know. Um, yeah, I hope everybody got that. Yep, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you you managed to bind most of his wounds, although the wound to his side is slightly more serious, and you're having a little trouble with that. But he'll be okay. Right. Uh, you bound his wounds, and I bound his hands and feet. Yeah. How, how is the captain doing and Isabel and Safina? Oh, they, they're just fine. Oh, okay. They, they managed to fend off the mm -hmm. other four cronies fairly easily. I don't know what we would do if the three cronies killed them. <laughs> oh, we have we, a new pirate. We have a new pirate. <laughs> you, you who are hideously laughing and bound. He, he continues to, to laugh. Break, 
Do you want me to break concentration? It only lasts a minute. You can I'm laugh at it. a good out. time. When you are when you are done enjoying yourself. After a few minutes, he. Well, after a few seconds, excuse me, he stops laughing, and then looks around and. Tell us how you were planning to help us get smuggled in, into. And I'll search his the pockets. The Republic. Well. Without a ship or a crew. You search his pockets. Yeah. You find a few pieces of silver. Oh, I'll just leave them. You just leave him? Yeah, I was just saying if he had like a treasure map or something. Oh, yeah. Okay, what were you, you asking? Every him? pirate just has treasure map lying around? Yeah. You are no longer laughing, but had been laughing and are bound. <laughs> How is it you were planning to take us to the Comer Republic without a ship or a crew? It's gonna take over his ship, which was my ship. What is your name? My name? Yeah. They call me Big Beard. Does he have a big beard? <laughs> Not especially. Is he a dwarf? No. No. He's, as best you can tell in the dim light, he seems to be half-elf. What's the name of the man you were trying to kill? Him? Yeah. He just goes by Captain. He doesn't have like a actual name. Not that I've ever found out. Where is he from? What's his tortured backstory? <laughs> I don't know. I just want him dead. Tragic backstory. Yeah, tell us your tragic backstory. I, I tragic backstory. Yeah. I, I don't really have one. I. You said you lost your ship. Was that tragic? I mean, as tragic as any pirate losing their ship, I suppose. Sounds it's not tragic. really part of my back. What is a backstory? So what is the name of your ship? The name of my ship? Well, I did call it the mermaid. And what is it called now? I don't know. He took my ship. He could have renamed it. That's a really long name. I don't know. He took my ship. I bet it's renamed the merman. <laughs> hmm. That'd be easy. No, change. I renamed it the Zephyr. The Zephyr. Is it very fast? Uh, considerably Is this so. A crossover mm. episode. Well, you who are bound and no longer laughing. The Zephyr is a much better name than Mermaid for a ship. Oui. Mermaid implies that the ship is actually going to go underwater. That would be very bad. So, since we uh, captured your assailant, do we get like a, you know? Partial refund. refund or anything. You can split the bounty on his head with me. Oh, what's his bounty? I don't know, but I do know that he's wanted. Where is he wanted? Oh, I'm guessing most of the coast and coast cities from Glindring down to the free states. Ah, so the three of us get the entire bounty. Is that correct? Uh, no. I mean, they did stop like four people. Yeah, but they're not the captain, they, so they're probably they, not dwarf as much. Did they kill the other? Okay. Yeah, yeah they did. Like, they're, I they're, the others are not doing well. So, you who are no longer captain of the mermaid, how is it that <sighs> captain, how about that, took your ship? I was at the bar, enjoying myself. And then one of my crewmates 
storms into my private room, tells me that they've made off with the ship. I run out to the docks just in time to see that asshole sailing off into the sea with it. Hmm. And Captain, how about that? Why is it that you took this other captain's uh, ship? The big beard captain. It's always a good idea for the undeserving to lose what they don't deserve, and for the more deserving to take what they deserve. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but if you were a captain before, did you not have a ship before? Oh no, I had a ship. Now I have two. Hmm, which ship are we going on? Oh, you'll be going on the Zephyr. That's my preferred vessel. What was the other one called? The other one? That is the Black Maiden. Both those names are better than the one he came up with. Yes. You seem to be very good at naming things. I am wondering if you might wish to enter the contest in naming our group. There's a contest for naming your group. Yes, there yeah. is. And how would one enter this contest? By well, submitting... Post in the comments below! By submitting names. It's just gonna end up... And me. what happens if I win this contest? <laughs> you get... A mug. <laughs> so if I were to comment in some sort of broadcast <laughs> during the broadcast, come up with a name for your group, I would win a mug? Yes, and if you were very good at naming, Nines might fill that mug with mead. Hmm, what an intriguing offer. Yes. Well, we have several days for of travel yet for you to think of appropriate names for us. It's just gonna be nines plus one, isn't it? This great name. I keep saying that. No one has submitted nines plus one in all of our viewers yet. We've had quite quite a few suggestions, actually. <clears throat> well done. Well, if we you have pick some... nine plus one, you will definitely win the mug. <laughs> <laughs> We have subdued Captain Bigbeard for you. Um, shall we now? Uh, yes, we will. We, you did not talk about the division of the uh, the bounty. He said 50-50. Yes, we shall split it between you three and the three of us. And when you split your half among the three of you, will you get equal shares? I generally give my crew more than I take. Ooh. How do we join your crew? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's an extensive interview process. Well, we have much time on the road. Perhaps and we you captured can do that. your greatest rival for you. Oh, he's hardly my greatest rival. We captured one of your rivals for you. I'm not even sure that you would qualify as a rival. Would you? I mean, he hunted you down. Oh. Like, I assume it would take a while to find you. Uh, right? Captain, how about that? Is not very good at covering his trail. Oh, what Bob here spell? has been chasing me down for a while. It just seemed he finally was bold enough to attack me. Bit foolhardy, if you ask me. Well then, um, I make sure that the bindings on Big Beard, now known as Bob. Big Beard Bob. Or Bob Big Beard? Big Bob Beard? <clears throat> Bobby and Bobby Big Beard. Bobby, Bobby Big Beard. I make sure that the bindings on Bobby Big Beard, very alliterative, are. Is there a word for like 
tight or bound. secure. I know, but he's bound already. I'm looking for an adjective. I, I well got done. nothing. <laughs> well done. Nope, no thesaurus here. Um, I make sure that his Bobby Big Beard's bindings are tight and secure. All right. That's easy enough. And you now have a captive in the back of your cart traveling along with you. Good thing we bought plenty of food. This keeps getting bigger. Mm -hmm. He can eat the jerky. Hmm, Okay. I'm guessing you sleep through the rest of the night? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next morning you wake. One day out. You can't take a long rest since you were interrupted, but you can take a short rest. So whatever recharges with a short rest, and feel free to recover any HP that you are able to with your short rest. I think I already healed everyone. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone set? Yeah. Okay. You head back down the road, and... <clears throat> Uh, number four. A good thing we have this wonderful pudgy pirate to lean against. Is that you, Nines? Yes, it is. Go ahead and roll percentile die. Guidance. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> it does not. I got a 91. A 91? Wow. You guys are rolling high. We get attacked by a dragon. You travel down the road for a while. It's rather quiet today. The captain seeming oh, to... Too to nap, and B- Big Beard, Bobby Big Beard, uh, just sort of resting, resigned to his fate, if you will. Isabella and Safine are taking turns napping, no one having gotten the best rest last night. And Soria, uh-huh. you're looking out to the front, and just a little ways down the road, now cresting over a small hill. She's really you Ish- see Ishmaela. Yeah, Ishmaela. <laughs> Ishmaela. Uh, you see a person wandering down the side of the road. Got a walking stick and a backpack and some fairly shabby looking traveling gear. Mm-hmm. I think it's Odin. It could very well be. Wait, we're not in that universe. Oh. As the... I alert people. Have a, the two gals up front nod, and they're paying attention. The captain looks up from his rest. Well, let me know if he decides to kill us all or something like that. All right. When we get close, I'll be like, do you want a little leftover chicken? <laughs> this wandering individual looks at you, a bit perplexed. And she says, I was gonna ask for some food anyway, so I appreciate the offer. I'll hand her what we have left of the chicken. And some of the bread. Well, I do appreciate that. Fare thee well you on travels. Some prime pie? It's a little stale. I never partake in anything illegal, so I shall pass on your mm. pie. Well, and she I was going to suggest to wander down the road. I was, I was going to suggest offering her a ride, 
But since she's this going, entire ride is illegal, she's oh, going the other way too. Was she going the other way? Yeah, yes. we saw her approaching, and it was like, oh, I thought we were coming yeah. up on her. No, thank you for correcting my direction. Yeah. The day passes with little little note. The weather is nice, and the night is now approaching. Well, I guess we should look for a camp. Yeah, do that again. You were very good at selecting a camp. I'll, I'll look for a camp again. Okay, go ahead and roll a survival check. Guidance. Less good. Um, 15. Although your choices here are more limited, you find a reasonable area. Off, You have to go off the road of fairways, but you're tucked between a couple of hills and can make camp there. If it rains, you might get a bit wet, but you're fairly well hidden from travelers on the road. All right. Well, tonight I'll use the chicken bones to make a little stock, and then I'll make, use that with some of the root vegetables to make us a little stew. Yes, not quite as substantial, but very nice. Yeah. Okay. And nines, will you set up your screamy stick in a good location? Yes, I will take a look now. Go ahead and make a survival check. Guidance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. There was a cat staring intently at a little bird up in the tree. Well, that was awful. Uh, that's going to be a 10. Okay. This area doesn't seem to have any real way of approaching other than the way you came in. And that's the best place you think to put this screamy stick. Yes, I feel safer already. Okay. Oh, yes, I do too. I hope we are not disturbed by a scream, though. Or another person trying to kill the captain. So okay. um, as we settle down, I will do one more check on the bonds on Bobby Bigbeard. After a day of bouncing around, they've loosened a bit, and you managed to tighten them fairly easily. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to do my fervent tech learning. Okay. Getting this time a... 60. Remarkably consistent. Mm-hmm. And I will ask Isabella if she'll help me practice my lockpicking. Go ahead and roll two percentile dice. 47. Okay. 62. All right. <clears throat> so, Isabel, huh? Yes. Where are you from? I am from the Nividian Empire. Yeah, is that nice? Is it nice there? I don't particularly think so. Oh. I am from Tersin, one of the countries along the coastlines of the Empire. Yeah. Did you have a tragic upbringing? 
no more so than the other Tassinian. But we long ago waged war against the Navinians, fighting to keep our independence. We lost, obviously. And we were so fierce in our fighting that they banned our use of large ships. We can no longer sail if you are to sin here. Well, you became pirate. My best friend and I, we both dreamed of returning to the seas. So we left and found a home on the ocean. Is that when you met the captain? After bouncing around several vessels, yes. And where did you meet him? I met him in the Banded Isles. And Safine, where did she come from? We grew up together. I'm just writing your whole story. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about me. There isn't much of a story to tell. Did you tragically leave behind a long lost love? No. Oh. Is your true love the sea? Um, I suppose, but <laughs> I'm not particularly fond of it in that way. Well, what's the sea like? I've never actually seen one. It's quite large. Yeah, like bigger than all stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's bigger than like Sturmgrim? Yeah, bigger than like Sturmgrim. That was a big lake. Um, much. Mm. It is much bigger than like Sturmgrim. Three times bigger, wow. Mm. Much, much maybe... bigger than three Sturmgrims. Mm -hmm. So is the sea monster so many times bigger than Sturmgrimmy then? Probably, yeah. There are many monsters at sea. Mm. Same, I told you. So they make up in quantity what they lack in quality. Yeah, Sturmgrimmy has a winning personality. Sturmgrimmy owns the lake. <laughs> there are monsters that can swallow a whole ship mm. out in the oceans. That's pretty cool. Have you ever seen that happen? Yes, I have. Hmm. Did you have friends on that ship? Was it a tragedy? One gets used to not keeping many friends. They are often too easy to lose. Do you want to be friends? We shall see if that is a possibility. Alright. Well, I certainly hope that this gigantic monster does not swallow Zephyr. You're certainly more charming than most of the people we smuggle. And I probably cook better. Well, that's undoubtedly true. Especially for the sort of meals we are used to. Jerky. There's not much that stays good on a ship. You haven't ever, like, eaten a person, have you? Not knowingly. Oh, good. All right. In terms of how you, how's your lockpicking coming along? Oh, I got a hundred and nine total there. Wow. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither, but it's a big number. I'm gonna do my Zephyr buck reading since everyone's doing something. Yeah, yeah, okay. practice. That's a 56. Alright. Anything else you guys would like to do before falling asleep for the night? No, I think I'm, I'm done. Okay. Can we spy on the captain? There's not really much to spy on. He's sitting over there. Just reading. What's he reading? Looks to be a romance novel. What's it, what's it called? <laughs> the title's a bit smudged. What are you reading? <laughs> it's it's smudged. <laughs> It is called It's Smudged. Um, that's a bad name for a romance. <laughs> mm -hmm. Looks on the inside cover. It looks like I'm reading uh, Dwarven Pursuits. What? Can I have it? Mm, perhaps when I'm done with it. All right. Uh, number three. That's me. It's you. Roll percentile dice. 40. All right. That. Uh, well, let's see what happens tonight. Oh, no. Another independent group of pirates is trying to kill the captain. <laughs> this is Little Beard. <laughs> beard. Now Little Beard. And no beard. Bobby Little Beard. Then uh, too much beard. <laughs> and then receding chin. <laughs> <laughs> then just the right amount of beard. Mm -hmm. Well trimmed beard. Very uh, nosed Nate. Number one. Yes. Make a perception check. Guide. Thank you. I don't think I can do guidance. Well, oh yeah, you're sleeping. Okay. Yeah. I just cast guidance on you while I sleep. It's so, so routine. Well, this, this is okay. Uh, 21. Wow. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So I wake up. I am alert. Uh, nines. Roll a stealth check for me. Should have had you do this earlier. Would this have been... A dirty 20. Would that have been when I was awake? If you said he was doing this earlier? Yes, but uh, don't worry about it. Because he succeeded uh, anyway. Okay. Nines, you hear a very loud scream in your head. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think something triggered the screamy stick. Oh no, what could ah! it be? Ah! I'm, ah! Attempting to <laughs> I'm attempting to perceive what it was. You look out towards where the screamy stick was, and Is you Is it see... no longer there? No, I mean, you can presume it's still there. Okay. You can't see it in the dark. So I'm looking at where the screamy stick is. Presumably. With your dark vision goggles. I do have my dark vision goggles. I slapped them on quickly. 
Are you sleeping in your dark vision goggles? No, no, but I, I had them near me because it's dark at night now. And if he has to go pee or something, he doesn't want to run into a tree. I don't want to trip on a root. Yes, but we are about to enter combat, so... So I put them on quickly so I can more clearly see what triggered the screamy stick. Uh, by the time you get your goggles affixed, the two figures are now uh, within 20 feet of the camp. They look to be two um, sort of haggard-looking women. And... They have these sort of distended features about them. Hands that are a bit too long in the fingers, nose a bit too long in the face. So, and no, nothing quite fits right. And you hear them making these sort of awful... It, it sounds like a bird screaming. Mm. And then they... Oh, they charge at you, and we're going to take another short break. I well, did, I, I set up the I next very quickly combat. Well, well, one of you wake me up at some point. <laughs> I describe what I have just you? seen to both of you. What's going on? Wake up. Where are my goggles? <laughs> and I'm going to go set up another combat. We'll be right back. All right, everyone, we're back with yet one more battle. They are in a little grove between a whole bunch of hills. And let's see how this turns out. I need everyone to roll for initiative. Uh, once again, sucks. <laughs> Six. 30, 20. 19. Wow. I get to watch the action. We're a lot better than last time. <laughs> well, some of you are. Well, this will give them a chance to get closer to you, also. Mm -hmm. the... Oh, no, you're right there. Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, next time. So what is it we've seen? Two elongated finger women. Mm, elongated finger nose women. Yeah. Raggedy. They're like, maybe these are also pirates. Like, long, long finger Fran. Okay. Uh, uh, Soria, you had a 20, right? Yeah. Then you are up first. All right. I'm going to, um, since they're standing next to each other away from everyone else, I'm going to whisper some fey words in my hands and create a pile of neon green spores. Okay. And blow them out over them, casting fairy fire on the two. All right. Which is a dex save of 15. Let's see. That is a no on that one and a no on that one. So. All right. They're both hit. With and fairy we fire. Have, we have glowing. Glowing, glowing long fingered, fingered long nose. Yeah. Long you can now more clearly see 
their distended features, hunched over, almost raven-like, but with no feathers. Rags and tatters of clothing hang off of them, and sharp teeth protrude from their mouths. Am I familiar with anything like this? Never seen anything like this before. No, I've never seen anything like this. Has Nines ever seen anything like this? No. (laughs) Um, None of you have ever seen anything like this. I'm going to go over behind the curtain. Okay. Because <laughs> I assume I'm not wearing armor again. Anything else you want to do? Nope. That's okay. Fine. Then this brings up uh, the blue base. All right. And. Wow, they rolled really well then. Yes, they did. Uh, she looks out over all of you and then moves a bit closer around the tent on the southern side. Like that? Yeah, and keeps coming up around. Like through or? Yes, going through. And then she casts uh, Tasha's hideous laughter on you. Me? Yes. And does she say a joke? She doesn't. She sort of mutters an incantation, and you don't understand it. Is it like a funny incantation? We'll find out. She's just like oopa, oopa. <laughs> we have been going around the house. Just saying ooba at each other for weeks. Uh, since watching episode three again. Um wiz- what 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 save was it? Was it a wisdom save? If yeah. I remember. Um Yes, a wisdom save. Okay. Yeah. Um total of twenty-three. You feel this uh, sort of ball of energy flows towards you hit you and then wash over you. As for just the fleetest of moments, you think she might have said something humorous. And then the humorous aspect disappears. And the spell has no effect on you. Nines, it is now your turn. Uh, I'm gonna use a bonus action to do some bardic inspiration on Olsef. And we'll try something in here because I did not grab my loot. <laughs> You're inspired now. I am feeling very inspired. Thank you, Nine. That was that was very inspiring. Um, I'm gonna go towards the one that walked towards us, and I'm going to attack it with my rapier. Okay. Go ahead. And I have advantage, correct? Yes, yes you do because fairy fire. fairy fire. And we can see them in the dark, no problem. I have dark vision, thank you very much. I know, they're also glowing green. <laughs> they're, they're shedding light, and there's actually everything in that like cube over where they were standing is also very brightly lit. Mm. Anyway, I uh, got a total of 20, dirty 20. That hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. And three damage. Wow. You're getting pretty good with that right. rapier, nines. Yeah. I... You no, slash out with the rapier? And 
give a deep cut across her cheek. She screams out in an unholy sort of, uh, well, bird-like scream. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard a bird like that. There you go. This bird probably tastes awful. Mm-hmm. Not that I've eaten many birds. You eat a lot of chicken. Yes. Let us not eat this one. Wait, is chicken a bird? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I end my turn. <laughs> okay. Then the next individual moves around um, that smaller shrub. This one? Yep. Moves along the outside and faces towards Ulsa. And she utters an incantation, swirling her hands around. And then beneath her, a green circle begins to glow. And these sort of vapors rise up. And she begins to channel it towards Ulseth. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Um, 15. How much? 15. That... Trying to poison you, maybe? It's green. If you haven't heard the result yet, you can use your bardic inspiration on that. If you're not confident. 15. No, I'll take my chances. My spells are 15 to resist, so... Mm -hmm. All right. As this beam connects with you, you suddenly feel very sick and mm -hmm. just this nauseous wooziness washes over you as you take 10 points of poison damage. Whoa. You should have uh, used that part against Brian. I should have. And... You are also poisoned until the mm -hmm. end of your next turn. And what does that mean? Uh, poison means that you're going to be on disadvantage on attack and ability checks. So on your attack, with, uh... Uh, because you have advantage, you just roll normally on any ability checks, you would then mm -hmm. roll with disadvantage. Okay, well, <clears throat> let me charge toward the poisoner. Is it? Is it, it is indeed okay. Olseth's turn now. And I will raise Katiralar and say, that made me feel very ill. Prepare to be slashed. All right. Very threatening. It was indeed. Um, 17. That will hit. Go ahead and roll Switching for Switching to that left hand really helped. It did. This too. Uh, doing 10 slashing damage. Wow. All right. <laughs> I think that's the highest we've ever seen you do. And Alashalar, now on my right hand, is being raised and attacks, um, hitting for uh, 14. That will also hit. Doing, um, oh, eight damage. Wow. 
as you swing your blades, were you doing lethal or non-lethal damage? Uh, lethal damage. As you swing your blades down towards the misshapen figure. These are not human. Neither are elves. You. <laughs> yeah, that's why we kill all the elves we run into. <laughs> that's right. I, apparently, we'll set Scott some issues. <laughs> apparently, um, he'll fit right in with the Tashir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you swing down with both of your blades to simultaneously and behead the hideous figure in front of you. Does it make any calling noises? No, there's just sort of a little <laughs> as it... its head rolls to the, f- the ground. It's now dead. Does it drop an egg? Does not drop an egg. <laughs> Sorry, it's back to you. Um, I should just be in range, but... How do I want to do? I hope you're going to roll that car into her. I'm going to move over next to Ulsath. And with my main action, I'm going to use my Thorn Whip on the remaining one. Oh, I get advantage. Um, you lashing out with a vine, I will get. A math 23. <laughs> a math 23. <laughs> 23 will definitely hit. All right. It does one piercing damage wow. and yanks her 10 feet towards me. And I take my attack of opportunity with my rapier. And you should have advantage. I. It didn't help that much. Uh, you said 14 hit with full stuff, right? Yes. That does hit. Okay, it doesn't have extra armor. Their AC isn't great. Well, I doubled my uh, die roll, so I did a total of four damage. Wow. Look at you. Good four pokey damage. Um, As the figure is pulled by you, you find purchase with the end of your blade and drag it across their torso as they slink by you. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to summon up uh, restorative energies from the Feywild, mm-hmm. casting a green glow over you and rolling off the table, but you only heal one hit point. You get one temporary hit point, though. Anything else you want to do? That's all my actions. This uh, creature looks over at its fallen mate and now advances on Ulseth. And this time swings out with some very nasty looking claws but Ulseth uh, dodges out of the way pretty easily it's apparently <laughs> all that all that practice riding yeah. in the wagon yeah <laughs> gave me gave me quick lateral movement reflexes 
she lets out a hideous gurgling scream. And that that's was it. actually pretty hideous. Props to you. It's uh. <laughs> it's now nine's turn. Um, I'm gonna go up behind it and poke it. And that's gonna be a twenty to hit. That definitely hits. Yeah. Getting better, doubling again. Wow. Well, do six damage. You're doing exponential wow. damage. Okay. But I'm going to use my uh, two weapon fighting, and I'm gonna just punch in the back of the head. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. That's just gonna be thirteen. That will also hit. I think it's just one D four for that one. Yeah. One D four for the kitty jelly beans. <laughs> I hit you with jelly bean though. <laughs> and that's big boy five jelly damage. bean. Five damage. Big boy jelly bean. <laughs> Whoa. The big boy jelly oh, beans I, hurt. They're just like stop waking me up all the time. <laughs> I want full night's rest. Need 14 hours of sleep each day. <laughs> I do too. You unleash a mighty blow to the backside of this creature's head, and she falls to the ground unconscious, which ends combat. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to tie up the other one. No, the other one doesn't need I to look die. around for where the captain and the other pirate and Isabel and Safina have been. And why you see this haze hanging over their tents oh, that slowly starts to slept. dissipate. All right. Well, I'm going to check their pockets before the pirates get out here. <laughs> and I'll tie them up. Tie that one up. Whatever okay. it is. You should tie both of them up, Olsap. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one that was still alive is bleeding out very quickly. Oh, then I'll do medicine on her first. Her injuries are quite grievous. Why don't you make a medicine check? This goes yeah, well beyond just standard first aid. Yeah, they're generally pretty grievous. <laughs> they're generally grievous. <laughs> Guidance. Uh, 15. Although you try your best to mend the wounds, you find that the physiology is far different than anything you've encountered before, and you don't understand how to handle the internal mechanisms, their biology. A dark black pussy blood seems to course through their veins and is uh, painful to touch. You're unable to save the creature's life. You don't need to get your rope out. Okay, I will keep my rope. Question. Yeah. Can I shapeshift into one of these? Um, well, they're humanoid, so I think you could pull that off, yeah. Okay. 
I don't think that there would be anything that would stop you from doing that. All right. Is basically the, the the answer there. Yeah, duplicate the appearance of a creature you've seen, as long as it has the same basic arrangement of limbs. And it does. Okay. These creatures do. Mm-hmm. So is <clears throat> do the pirates show up? You mean do they wake up now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they are now rousing from their tents. Uh, the vapor that had been enveloping their sleeping arrangements is now drifting away, slowly dissipating in the wind. Did they have any like magic things on them, or they don't appear to have, other than the first idols? They had. Um, each of them a very crude dagger and some tattered rags and shawl. That's about it. Mm. App them. What? Some more of your friends attacked us. Pokes his head out of the tent. Hot potato! I throw the head at the captain. (laughs) He catches it. Oh. No, they're, they're definitely not my friends. I don't have any friends that look like that. What is it? No idea. Hmm. Looks to be some sort of, well, cursed bird-like creature, I'm not sure. It sounded like a bird. The teeth are quite menacing. Well, it's now. I'm going back to bed. Yeah, I'll turn into one. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> the visage is intimidating enough. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to go teeth. back to my nightmares now. Good lord. I got to his tent. <laughs> <laughs> I would appreciate it if you did not do that. Okay, I'll turn back to my dwarf and go. I go back to my uh, sleeping bag and try mm. to get some rest. Do you need to reset your scream stick? Uh, no, the scream stick continues to function even after it's <laughs> been triggered. screaming this whole time in his head. No, you can turn it off. He oh. can turn it off, so that's up okay. to him. <laughs> do you like the screaming I'm in just, your head? Like, stay- <laughs> the whole night, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we are going to take an actual break here oh, before we set up for the next day. Two days into our fourteen-day journey, <laughs> it, it's actually twelve. Oh, okay. Um, you've run into a delay so far. All right. So, uh, we're going to take an actual break, not a quick combat break, because I need to use the bathroom. And then we will be CMI. back with you shortly. Uh, Enough yeah. information. Actually. See you guys soon. So I'm, and we're I'm back, wondering. Everybody. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Bill, go ahead. Bad yeah. timing. 
After you? <laughs> After me. Um, I'm wondering if we're getting a long rest or a short rest here. That's another short rest. Um, I'm going to use before my short rest my second win. Okay. Gaining back uh, seven of my lost health points. Wow. All right. Oh, sorry for the interruption. No. But I, I wanted to make sure I was still alive the next day. Yep. Uh, if you guys, generally speaking, if you guys get into a nightly combat, there'll be a short rest. We haven't fought any nights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next day. Oh, well, aside from the kerfuffle, no, excuse me, kerfuffle in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. everything seems to be. Uh, Quite a nice morning. Is that what you call those kerfuffles? I'll be making hash browns. <laughs> yes, I think a kerfuffle about sums it up. You slept through it. Yes, unfortunately, I was unable to help. Uh, didn't we pay you to protect us? Uh, you did, and you are still alive. I believe the contract remains fulfilled. Do Next time I will die out of spite. This is not a captain of honor. Do you want any hash browns? No, I'm a captain of the Zephyr. The spite belongs. Thank you for joining in. (laughs) Who's the captain of the spite? Ah, that would be my closest companion. Who is that? The other captain. Mm. Is that that official title, the other captain? Yes. You see, it's always good practice as a pirate to keep one's identity, well, obscured. It's the captain of the what, the spite? It was the spite, right? No, the Black Maiden. Oh, oh, it's other ship. Yeah. <clears throat> and that captain is always the other captain, so that when the other captain refers to you, you are not the other captain's other captain. That is correct. <clears throat> I am always the captain. Well, now that we have that settled, are we there yet? We haven't quite set out yet this morning, hmm. although I do believe that Safine and Isabella are um, ready to go. Is that right, girls? Yeah, we're ready. Do you two want hash browns? Oh, you met hash browns. Yeah. I do enjoy hash browns, thank you. All right. How about the more mean mead? I could do some mead after last night. Mm-hmm. It, I can't get good sleep. Everything keeps trying to kill me. It does seem that the three of you could use more uh, mead than the three of us this morning. <clears throat> well, I'm going to drink this morning. <laughs> I'm going to sleep well. in the back of the cart. I'm going to close <laughs> off in the back of the cart. <laughs> it is not a very restful. <laughs> Nonetheless. Snoozing. <laughs> Let's see who rolls today. We have Bobby Bigbeard as a pillow. Uh, number four. 
Number four. Like, you like having me roll today. Uh, no, my d4 likes having you roll today. That's a five. Uh-oh. Okay. So a dragon attacks us. Again. Or maybe two. Maybe five. You travel down the road for a ways. The sun is high above you, and hardly a cloud in the sky. When, not quite suddenly, but slowly, clouds begin to form, and they become darker and darker. But a lone ray of sunlight casts down through a hole in the clouds onto a single patch of road you follow. And where it shines, there is a bright, beautiful, yellow flower growing in the middle of the path. I will. I want to get it. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to just pluck it. I'm going to pull it up with the dirt. All right. You do that. Can I identify it? It is a, a very pretty looking daffodil. Oh. Okay. We know somebody who loves daffodils. Yeah. They like to eat them, though. Yeah, well, that is true. Do you have, like, a sack? Like, a leather sack? <laughs> um, well, I do have a rain catcher I could use to hold that, yes. I will, I will like put it in there. Like a pouch? That. Yeah, it is. Well, it is a rain catcher. It is like right. a... I'll, I'll use that as a pot. Okay. So, um, do, you want, do you want to just borrow that, or should I carry it for you? No, I'll just put it on the cart. Okay. There's a tabaxi god about to jump. Okay. And there. Save the tabaxi god is blessing us with a flower. Yeah, that is accurate. I'll wait for the tabaxi god to settle. Before he destroys something. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching carefully. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Alright. The rest of the day passes, and when you pluck the flower. The clouds begin to clear and return to the normal day. It's a magic flower. Someone should contest, uh, cast detect magic on it. I can't. I can. I detect magic on the flower. It's not magical anymore. It feels magical. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. It feels magical. The day passes without further incident. Bright and sunny, clear skies, little breeze blowing across the meadows, and then the sun begins to set. I'll look for a camp. <laughs> Guidance. All right. 21. You have a little bit more of a selection this evening as you looking out for a place to bed down, and you find a a fairly large stand of trees, thick and easily able to obscure anyone hiding within it. You can hardly see through to the other side, and the whole thing looks to be about a mile thick. So you could hide well in there, far off the road. <clears throat> While we're setting up camp, I want to look around and see if there's any, like, forageables. Because I don't want to, like, use all of my food stacks. Go ahead and make a survival check. Guidance again. Alright. Twenty-three. You're able to find some fairly nice mushrooms. 
uh, some wild carrots and a few edible tubers that you know of that you know they'll be a little bit mealy, but they're sweet and certainly edible. So you have some roughage for the evening. All right. I don't make some, and I started out of like, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll sort of soak the, the foraged goods in salt water a little bit. Okay, sure. In order to sort of soften them up and brighten up their flavors. Okay. And then cook something with them. You make a nice meal for the evening and everyone's bellies are full. You know, it's actually nice to have a, you know, someone who's handy with cooking utensils. I can't say much for our well, current ship's cook. No? Oh, good. And so the food you'll have on this entire voyage is going to be as bad as the food that you have brought along on the cart. Oh, no, probably worse. We all enjoy having the jerky around while it lasts. I'll cook for us. It's hard to find good cooks willing to work on a ship with pirates. Ah, and how much will you pay for um, Ishmaela's catering service while we are traveling with you on your ship? Are you providing food to the rest of the crew? Yes. Really? You wish to cook for the crew while we travel? If you pay me enough. I'd be willing to pay for such services. I would not uh, mind a break from the usual ship fare. Alright, it's a thousand gold per sailor. I think we'll need to negotiate that <laughs> price down. You were not willing to negotiate your price. <laughs> yes, but see, I'm the one who has the power in these negotiations. Hmm. One silver per sailor. A thousand gold for you. <laughs> well, then I think I'll have to continue eating the roughage. <laughs> Ishmila, you may serve. You may cook for the three of us. I'll cook for a modest fee as long as you provide the the raw materials. Of course, certainly. I I think I can send you with my first mate to go and find supplies before we leave port. I wouldn't trust Binny to stock appropriately. Is Binny the chef? Unfortunately, yes. A good heart, a caring soul, tries hard, but never seems to quite muster up an edible recipe. How's his liquor selection? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But plentiful. <laughs> you are not a very good judge of character of your of your employees. Well, you try finding uh, someone who's willing to cook on a ship. Do you know how we dangerous? Found one. Yeah, right here. <laughs> and by stroke of luck, maybe you'll stick around on the crew. But until that time, I'm stuck with Binny, the only one willing to handle shifting pots and pans while cooking over a hot fire in the middle of a ship on an ocean. Hmm. I only. Most really... of his arms are covered with quite severe burn marks. See, it's a bit of a dangerous job when you're cooking on rough seas. Most of my understanding of ships comes from rowboats on Lake Stormcrew. Picture something roughly a hundred times larger than that, with multiple decks and sails to carry it over the water. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds pretty nice. Yep. 
We are looking forward to such a like voyage. Like a floating house. Like a surrounded by water. House. Hmm? What'd you say? But surrounded by water? Yes, that is where ships generally go. I'm going to hate this place. <laughs> I've not met many tabaxi sailors in my day. It doesn't seem to be something that they tend to enjoy. Well, maybe, maybe tonight, Safine can help teach me lock picking. I'm sure she'd be willing if you ask. I, I was asking. Oh, okay. I'm gonna stop my screen. I am always willing to help train someone. You're setting up your screams. <clears throat> yeah, I got a twenty survival. You plant in. You plant in an area that you think is uh, pretty good. The most likely spot for someone to walk through. Again, looking towards deer paths and um, trying to find where it might be the easiest to move through. So you make a good guess. Why don't you go ahead and roll uh, two percentile die again? Seventy-seven. <clears throat> Seventy-seven. You said. Mm-hmm. All right. And 97. You wow. are rocketing through this. Uh, 174. Well, there you go. And I uh, try to learn a little more fervent tech. All right. I get a uh, 55. Are you working on your zither? Yes. All right. 35. Okay. You bed down once more. Get a try to get a good night's rest. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, who's going to roll tonight? Number one. Don't. Roll percentile dice. Don't mess this up. Okay. Um, 61. Put down for the evening. Resting your very weary head on a little bit too hard of a pillow. After a few hours of sleep, you hear a light rustle. You heard someone hear rustle? It's a light curve. You open your eyes for a moment, look around and see a squirrel nibbling on a couple of bits of food that were left over. <laughs> After that, you fall back asleep, and the rest of the night passes uneventfully. So we actually got a long rest? You actually get a long rest, yeah. Did that squirrel, did I see the squirrel? If you want to have been awoken by the rustling, you may. Can I bounce on the squirrel? If you wish to. The squirrel shapeshifts back into the, from the into the arch druid it was. <laughs> Roll for initiative. What am I rolling for a, a catch squirrel check? Um, uh, let's call it a dexterity check, because I don't. That sounds right. <laughs> sure. That's a thirteen. You catch the squirrel. Really? Sure. Uh -huh. Why not? 
He's got a squirrel. Hey, now what? Soria. Huh? Soria. What? What? What do I do with the squirrel? I just shoved it in her face. Let it go. <laughs> no, I caught it. <laughs> just talk to it. You talk to animals. Mm -hmm. I cast talk with animal. Okay. <laughs> Ask what its tragic backstory is. <laughs> it's probably getting caught by a tabaxi. <laughs> Again. Why are you bothering me? My food. Okay, okay, we'll eat your food. What's your food? Everything in this area is my food. Okay, what is your food? What is your food? Okay, you're good. Done now. And I throw the squirrel somewhere. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm the captain. <laughs> I should have thrown it in their tent. <laughs> the squirrel goes uh, running off, and I you made me do that voice. <laughs> yes, that's a very good squirrel voice. Yeah, very though. good. Mm -hmm. We'll have to remember that next time. On the fly, squirrel voice. <laughs> you owe me go back to a new acorn. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you are now um, well rested, got a good night's sleep, took a long rest, so you recover all your abilities. You should be back at full health. And you set out the next morning. How <sighs> oh, good to actually sleep. Right? Yes, it was good to sleep. Yeah. The, ride, make, has, the ride has not gotten better. I'll make some extra breakfast. <laughs> As you're moving along or before you set out? We, I can do it while we're moving. Mm -hmm. Save some time. I have a fireless frying pan. You do? You cook some eggs and they are well scrambled. With the bread. You hand it out to, I'm guessing... Everyone. Everyone? Why are you giving everyone our food? Um, because it's nice. And if they get used oh, to it, it will drive up the price when and she has to cook on the it. ship. I'll see you some that with... Um, I'll use some chili peppers. Make them oh. spicy to me. Okay. You have some spicy eggs. <laughs> that, I don't know why that just made me giggle. Spicy, spicy eggs. Spicy eggs, our new group name. Got some spicy <laughs> eggs. Uh, we'll add that you, to the contest. You hand them out. Everyone is appreciative. And number four. Again? It keeps coming up four. Don't screw it up. I'll do oh, I don't want. worry. Only three quarters of the table are combats. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky 69. Nice. <laughs> um. Chipmunk. Okay. <laughs> get attacked by Horde Make a squirrel. perception check. <laughs> Guidance. Unless I don't know what's going on. I guess I don't know what's going on. You you don't know what's going on. No guidance. Now, whoever, if someone triggers an event, the person whose number came up on the die is the one who will interact with it. I got a 13. A 13. 12. 12. I got 12. 
Uh, just at the last moment, you scream out for everyone to stop. Stop! And... What is it, nine? Safine and Isabel rear the horses up. They whinny, and the uh, wagon comes to a full stop. What you see, and that's described to people in front of you, is a fairly large but well-disguised rune carved into the roadway. Does it hurt to look at it? No, it does not. Do we recognize it? Does anyone? Uh, Can I see if I can identify what it is? Mm -hmm. Is that what Arcana? Yep, make an Arcana check. Guidance. Uh, That's a nat one. But that comes to nine. The the layout of this rune switch my day. Uh, it sort of evades you. You're, you're just not sure what the purpose of it is. You can tell that it's some sort of evocation magic, but you can't tell what exactly the purpose is. I think it's a blowy up thing. Would you like me to use detect magic on it? Or a branch. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it's magical. Is there room to take the cart around it? Can we go off the road and Yeah, you can it? you can do that. Well, I can't do that, I'm not driving, but um Sophie and Isabella could. Avoid exploding rock. We'll do I'm just gonna assume it explodes. Once we're ready far, we'll throw like a rock over I can poke it with a stick. <laughs> I, would, I would throw something. Okay. All right. That's where clear. So you navigate your way around the rune, and I'm guessing you find a suitably sized rock and throw it. Right. Go ahead and make a make an athletics check. See how well you Guidance. aim to hit this very large target. I did uh, very badly. <laughs> I got a one plus wow, one. You guys. <laughs> Eight total. I, I mean, one. I, I was mostly doing that as a formality since it was, it was almost impossible to hit, but you gave, you gave it a, your all. It's the size of the road. Yeah, you gave it your all. Uh-oh. You still managed well, to so hit that's it. That's not how you throw rock. Why don't you Let me show, show you how to throw yeah, a rock. Yeah, guidance. That is a 22. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nine, so we should have you carry everything. Yes. <laughs> so Stop you- carry its throw. <laughs> you, you throw another rock. A smaller uh, rock. <laughs> it, it didn't need to be done, because the first one still hit. Oh. <laughs> it, it was like I said. It was just uh, for form. And when <laughs> just, you just to embarrass the die roller. Well, you know, it's like, yeah. well, give it a shot. See, uh, so you do. Why not? I'm rolling, not rolling dice is kind of the point of the game in a lot of ways. It's and we are game. dice and dungeons. It's mm-hmm. arguably the point of the game. Mm-hmm. We should have more dungeons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
careful what you wish for. Uh-oh. And you throw this rock. It hits the rune. And the ground opens up beneath us. And as it hits the rune, a column of electrical energy goes shooting up from it about 20 feet in the air, sparking wildly and enveloping the entire area. About, uh, well, 10 feet across is the road width, roughly. And so picture a 10-foot column of electrical storm bursting up from the ground. And as you throw this rock, I need to ask, are you in or out of the wagon? Well, hmm. That's a great question. I assume we got out of the wagon to go off-road. We didn't have rocks in the wagon. No. So I assume we're out So you're of outside the wagon. of the wagon. Yeah. All right. When you hit this, from a stand of trees, self to the side, you see about a half dozen hobgoblins now charging out, weapons drawn, going towards the rune on the opposite side of the rune from where you are now. How closely grouped are they? Uh, they're fairly closely grouped. Uh, there's you know, about six of them, and they're all within like four or five feet of each other. How far away from us? At the moment, they're about 60 feet. I cast Entangle on the group. Okay. What's the save on that one? Uh, 15 strength. All right. If I can entangle him, we should just run. As you call up the earthly entanglements, roots, vines, ivy crawling out of the ground crawling from the forest and trying to tie them down three of them are gripped firmly and fall to the faces because they're in the middle of their stride the other three however outpace it and continue to charge toward you should we run yeah let's get in the wagon and go all right all right let's see if you can outpace them they are charging and they have managed to avoid avoid being stunned by their own electrical room because they just charged right through it <laughs> and now i'm guessing you're at a full gallop well, with the horses Safina and isabella they're driving i'm assuming that you relayed what was happening to I mean, them here yeah. okay well, you are Safina and isabella. we want to leave now all right yes. We have hobgoblins chasing us. You may leave. Um, you you start milestone base. It doesn't matter if we kill them. You charge down the path, and one hobgoblin throws a spear at the cart. Since all th all three of you were outside, you were probably the last one to get in since you were casting entangle. Probably. What's your AC? I assume I have my armor on because I'm not sleeping. Yeah. 14. You take from a spear landing in your side four points of damage. You now have a spear um, lodged in your shoulder. Hey, nice. Yes. Free spear. Free spear. <laughs> 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 
we're getting to know each other. <laughs> that happened. Can't believe that happened. <laughs> you are a captain, how about that? <laughs> if you have any range capability, could you perhaps dissuade this hobgoblin from following us any further? Oh. Do you really think there'll be a bother? We should not pace them in a matter of moments. Well, we shall see. Very well. He pulls out a pistol and cocks it and fires. And you see the discharge of the gun and then one of the goblins square between his eyes. Was that satisfactory? What was that thing? This? This is a pistol. Like the part of a flower? Yeah, like a pistol. Um, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with that. Hmm. Uh, I'm just lightly stuffing some oregano in my open wound. While we talk. <laughs> uh, you do you want me to heal right. that, Soria? What? You want me to heal that? No, I'll just stitch it up. Hmm. <laughs> Starts I slap on I the slap. bouncing cart. I just start stitching <laughs> it up. I slap you off a cure wound. Oh, thank you. Did you have to slap me? Yes. <laughs> That's how tabaxi heal works. <laughs> how much do I heal? Five. Because my D8 rolls have been garbage all day. That's more than I took, so thank you. Could I have one of those? Uh, no. Mm. He holsters his pistol. We're gonna steal. Can I have one? No, none of you can have one. Hmm. How much for it? It's not for sale. Ah. Where'd you get it? I got it from my father. What if I trade you this club? My father was my father. What was it? Did he have a tragic backstory? I don't know. Hmm. He never talked of any particular tragedy, but. Yeah, most of the people where we're from have some sort of sadness. We're still, like, charging away while we're talking, Yeah. Okay. Most of the people where I come from have some sort of sadness within their histories. When did he give you your... the pistol? Oh, when I was maybe eight or nine. Hmm. Where was that? (laughs) Clever but not quite clever enough for me to give up my secrets. You see, it's an old piece of fervent tech. Mm. You should have, I also have to take a look at it then. Yes, perhaps I can learn more about fervent tech by examining this pistol thing. Well, I believe that's perfectly fine. Okay. But does it shoot rocks? It shoots uh, various projectiles as long as they're the right size. I can mm. load just about anything into it. Mm. Although the harder the material, the better. And the more well-shaped they are, the more straight they fly. So do I learn anything from this pistol? Roll an investigation. Guidance. Thank you. Um, uh, 13. Still fairly new to the whole Fervin tech world. 
you don't gain a whole lot of new insights, but you are able to start seeing where some of your um, repair tools meet up with different devices. You can add... four more points to your fervent tech progress. I'll just casually put the pistol in my pouch. I uh, don't now think I didn't notice like that. Oregano. I know. But now it smells like radiated oregano. Well, I can't say that I complain about a well-seasoned pistol. He places it back in its holster. Mm-hmm. The rest of the day passes without much more activity, and none of the gob hobgoblins chose to pursue you further. What should I name this spear? I was thinking the side splitting. <laughs> Chuckles. <laughs> Tasha's hideous laugh. No, I can't cast that. Do Night I get falls. to add a spear to my... Yeah, okay. you can add a spear to your awesome. inventory. Mm -hmm. I'm technically able to use one. It's oh. just a basic spear. Yep. Okay. I don't know if Hobgoblin can use it. I'm pretty sure you can. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ishmila... Yes. Are you going to find us a beautiful place to rest? Oh, is it? Is night approaching? Night is approaching. The sun is sure. I'll, low. I'll, I'll do a. I'll do a search. Sun's getting pretty low, big with, guy. With guidance. Get out. <laughs> uh, oh wow! I rolled as maximum as I possibly could, with a nat twenty plus four plus seven, so thirty-one. You find an absolutely perfect place to rest for the evening. There's a gentle rolling brook, and it's perfectly crystal clear water. There's a little pond that it's emerging from. You think that this is some sort of, um, oh, why am I blanking on the name of the naturally rising waters? Spring. Art a spring? Artesian. Artesian, Artesian well. well. That's the word. Yeah, you think this is sort of an artesian well that's created as a pond and the water is constantly flowing and moving so it's perfectly clear this seems a little too perfect we should probably move on the <clears throat> it seems to be all but hidden with um this uh very tall stone structure on uh all sides of it except for the entrance you have to sort of wander back in here it's all natural formations it doesn't feel fey wildy it just seems so perfect with all your experience in the fey wild you 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 aren't feeling fey influence here but you know, you can tell that there's something that's maybe, maybe a little extra planar, a little ethereal, 
here. But... Divine or something. Yeah, some something something is going on with this particular location. All right, this is probably a sacred place to hold in your farts. <laughs> the, the three pirates look at each other. I'm sorry. Did you say holding our farts? I mean, at least go outside of the glade to fart. Why would farts matter? I don't know. It just seems like you shouldn't do it in a sacred place. Well, I don't know about you, but, um... I'm fairly certain the gods fart just as we do. Do they? Can only imagine. Next time I meet God, I will ask them that question. They must consume something, I'm sure. And if something consumes, they must process that food and thus gases expand out of their bodies. Well, shall we stay here tonight or not? Yeah, we'll stay in the God fart glade. Okay. I mean, if I can't fart here, I'm not sure if I want to stay. No, you can fart. It's fine. I got, I got out religion. <laughs> can we do a religion check to double check on the fart status? Okay. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. If you want to do a knowledge religion check, Fishmillo, could you, could you search for food for the evening? I want to look for fish. I got fish a thirteen on my God fart check. You're fairly certain God's fart. <laughs> what? I wanted to look for fish in the brook. You find them. I'll use a little, I'll, I'll use sticks to make a little weir. You have a doesn't, lot of fish. Doesn't Olsef have a fishing rod? You barely have to try to catch these fish. You can simply oh. reach down and grab them. All right, I'll make fish for dinner. Okay. All right. I paw at the fish and just start knocking them out of the uh, water. Well. You, how many fish do you want to knock out? As he knocks them out, I'll just start collecting four. them and... You knock out four fish? I'll just start collecting them and putting them in salt, using some leaves to cover them up. All right. To prep them, to hold on to them for later. You do that? Is there anything else that you're looking to find? Uh, berries. As you go searching about, within moments, you find all sorts of berries. Raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, a whole mulberry tree. Oh. I like for platinum. Although you cast your gaze about, <laughs> you see no platinum. Huh. Are there gold nuggets in the stream? You can go ahead and make a perception check okay. or an investigation. Which one? Whatever you'd prefer. Um, Player's choice. Perception. Very well. Um, I cast minor illusion and put some gold underneath the water. You see some gold under the water. I uh, attempt to sieve it up. (laughs) When you try to interact with it, it seems to just pass right through your hands. Oh, I thought I had found some gold, but I was mistaken. Also, if I think you missed. I did. Is there any honey? <laughs> Just, yes, it did. <laughs> I should try again. No. <laughs> Is there any? Can I find some honey to go with these berries? Yeah, you can. Wow. Mm. There's uh, 
just on the other side of the stream where you were finding the berries, find a fairly large and docile uh, beehive filled with honey. Why don't we just move here? Yeah, why not? It is not where you are planning to go. Yeah, I do need to like save everyone. Yeah, you need to save your village. <laughs> but this place is pretty nice. We'll mark this on a map. We got the map, right? Nope. Captain, do you have a map? Uh, I have several maps back on the ship. Oh, that doesn't. Well, let us remember the landmarks and we will find this place. Uh, I'll gather up as much wild forage stuff that we can take with us. Fish, berries, tubers. How much do you want to gather? Um, as much as we can fit in the cart comfortably. You have about 50 pounds of various foraged goods. This will keep us well fed for many days. I'll, I'll do what I can to preserve what I do, like salting and... I'll For most of what you find, since there are quite a few berries, making jams and jellies would probably be the most advised, although you think you probably lack sugar at the moment. Unless there's sugar canes here. You have honey. There are no sugar there's canes There's honey. Here. I could do honey. There's honey. I suppose you could probably modify a recipe and use honey instead of mm -hmm. sugar. I think that would work all right. Just reduce the amount of liquid you put in. Mm -hmm. And I'll, you yeah, know, I'll salt and smoke various fishes. You spend quite a few hours late into the evening I working. I probably can't lockpick tonight. That's okay. Yeah, you would have to give up your lockpicking to That's do all fine. this. But you manage to if anyone else is willing to help her. That will help. You manage to, well, secure, after you kind of boil things down and everything, you now have 35 pounds of preserved foods. Well, that'll be good. Yes, that's a very good thing to have, much better than the jerky. They are quite valuable preserved foods too. Uh, the fish aren't particularly valuable, but the jams and jellies and honeys are quite valuable as far as consumable goods are. Mm. All right. Okay. So having helped, I uh, probably have given up my fervent tech training. That's fine. Well then. I have given up nothing. I go back to my sister training. <laughs> well, you're trying to inspire them with your music. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> it's a dirty lie. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Well, I got 35. Okay. Well, I am very tired. I'm going to uh, try to sleep. Yeah, this place is really nice, and we'll probably mm -hmm. all, like, get surrounded by trants in the middle of the night or something. Probably something terrible will happen, yes, no doubt. A mammoth will trample our camp. Mm -hmm. I right. still have funny hat. Yeah, I still have my bowler hat on. You bed down for the evening, and... Number three. Roll percentile dice. 75. As you are sleeping in the middle of the night, 
you and only you. Awake. Everyone else has a particularly deep sleep. Being totally undisturbed. And will later wake incredibly rested. But you... You have what you're uncertain if it was a dream or a reality. You weren't sure if you were asleep or awake, but you see the glade. It is filled with creatures of the Feywild. And creatures that you've never seen before. Coming from someplace else. They fly about, gently swooping above your head, as vines swing and flowers dangle in front of you. The air is filled with sparkling, glittering bubbles. Light refracts in the most beautiful of rainbows across every surface that you can see. And a little, little sprite, little sprite dragon flutters in front of your face and gently blows a puff of air and then you wake up. And it is the next morning. Did I get a long rest? Not only did you get a long rest, you now have inspiration. Wow. Did you, that dragon fart on you so you got inspiration? Yeah, it was a fart claim. <laughs> it's because you farted. <laughs> God's blessed you. Okay, well, none of the rest of us know anything about this, so... Nope, and I'm not telling no one. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you transform into any of the creatures you saw in the stream? Did I see any humanoid figures? No. no. Nothing. You can do animals. I could turn into whatever sort of fae Vandalia was. Yes. And you saw a little sprite dragon. Uh, Although that's probably not a beast. No, that would kind of as a fae. So, it is now the next morning, and everyone is feeling particularly well-rested, especially Mm. you. Well, I'll make a nice big breakfast. I'll have gotten up a little early. Okay. You make a very hearty breakfast using whatever supplies you wish. All the things. All the things. Yeah. It's a very hearty meal. And when you set out from this beautiful little glade you notice fairly quickly that you're not where you started last night or ended last night. You are in quite a different looking spot. We went through the Feywild last night. Now, I can't be entirely certain how this happened, but I'm fairly certain we've traveled quite a few miles further down the road. We traveled through the Feywild last night. That would seem improbable, but I cannot deny where we are. So, it seems you traveled through the Feywild. We should do that more often. Yeah, we should. Yes, I would much appreciate it if you could consistently find such amazing glades that we could save what looks to be about half a day's journey. Oh. Yeah? That is an amazing thing. Thank you. It was definitely me. Well done, indeed. Yes, he preys on me now. 
And as you sit down during the day, I do praise heaping on Ishmaela. Well, uh, keep doing things because number one just came up. Mm-hmm. So roll some percentile die. Don't mess it up. <laughs> Find the other die. That's not it. Yeah, that's a date time. There it is. Okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see. What happens is heights. What happened? I couldn't hear you. Heinz. Heinz? Yes. What is Heinz? 57. Oh. Uh, I'm not paying us. We can't huh? say that. Nope. Red gold. <laughs> uh, as you I'm travel down the that. road, you see a small... Uh, a small, not quite temple, but like a a shrine, an enclosed shrine. And there are worshippers gathering outside and moving inside and conversing. And it seems to be uh, some sort of gathering on this day. Hmm. Is there any sort of symbols? You would recognize that these are the symbols of Ujmar, who is a a god of weather and the sea. Are we close enough where I can shout at one of them? They're a fair ways back from the road. They, they could hear you shouting, although they might not be able to make out exactly what you're saying. I'll still try. Hey, yo, what are you doing? Some of them turn to look at you, and they just sort of wave, confused looking. Maybe they want some jelly. Are we going to try to sell it to them? I don't know. Do they want to just go by? uh, Although the two of you, having lived in the wilds, would be a little bit less familiar with some of these practices. Nines, you would know that most of the people who gather to... Um, worship Ujmar are sailors, farmers, um, and anyone whose livelihood depends on weather and being sort of predictable. Ujmar has a great deal of, uh, work with water. That's a lot of what he does, whether it's making it rain from the sky or making a river flow yeah, or keeping the seas calm. Be on our side when we That's, that is the domain of <clears throat> Ujmar. I don't... Captain, shouldn't you be, like, doing whatever they're doing? A rather uh, relaxed-looking captain says, Oh, tips his hat up slightly, which had been over his eyes. Uh, I always pray to Ujmar before we set sail. I find that I fare better if I don't tax my goodwill with Ujmar. So I ask only for what I need and nothing more. So why is it... Why is it that you all only worship, like, single parts of the shifting god. I'm sorry. 
Why do you worship different aspects of the single god? Um, weather, water, seasonal shifts, that is the domain of Ushmar. Yeah, but like, wouldn't it be more efficient to just worship like the single one? The single one what? These mutant. Oh, none of you. All the gods are. I mean, like, okay, so they're omnipresent beings, right? Yes. Wouldn't it make more sense that they're all just one taking on different shapes? Hmm. I suppose that's entirely possible. So it's a shifting god. Perhaps, but we worship to the individual aspects and pray for what we need. Sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. It depends on that particular mood, I suppose. I just think that, you know, if some people can change their shapes easily. Then I certainly a god can. Exactly. I am wondering, even though the captain um, asks for favors in moderation, whether it would not be good for us just to happen to give a gift uh, to this particular temple or shrine. Yeah, what do they like? Ujman tends not to ask for much. Um, usually he likes to just be left alone. Oh. And perhaps we had... So these are all like... All these people are committing a sacrilege right now. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. They could be gathering to simply have a large lunch together. Oh. I didn't... Okay. Lunch, you say? I get out of the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, if we're all going to have a meal with some... Well, suppose let's head out and do it then, shall uh, we? I'll bring some apology jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Nines leads the charge towards the worshippers of Ujmar. So I, I would like to partake in our lunch. Do you have anything to offer? I'm with her. She does. Do you have any food? It's, it's a potluck. I have jelly. Jelly's great. There you go. Oh, wow, thank Good you. Jolly. Okay. Yeah, well, come on in. Uh, help yourselves. This is pretty weird. Mm-hmm. What's, what's weird about it? What? This yeah, is... Just join cult and just eat their food. It's not normal. <laughs> Wait, not exactly a... That's a potato salad. Not exactly a <laughs> cult. Do you have any weird little, like, pickles wrapped in cream cheese and deli meats? <laughs> yep, apparently oh. they do. <laughs> if you're from the Midwest, you'll know what that is. And if you're not, you pray you don't you find don't. out. <laughs> okay, well, wait, wait, what let's... are you guys doing here? Outside the potluck. Oh, well, there's a... This is uh, what our town does. We get together and have a meal anytime there's a big storm coming through. We, mm. you know, we try to gather and get all of us in one spot and then ask Ujmar to, you know, get, keep the storm away from just here. You know, we try to not ask too much of her. Do you ever so. try to, like, get it to, like, go to one of your sister towns that you don't like? Uh, no, why would we do that? It's really vindictive. 
Well, we're not. Well, you're not, but they are. Uh, I mean, right? I don't think they are, but okay. We if could do that, I guess. If they're not, how do you explain tornadoes? I mean, <laughs> there's a lot to control. So, you are having the potluck. You are expecting a very large storm. Oh, yeah. You know, it's... You can feel it. It's coming. Uh, and you believe that this place will be the safest place to be? Well, we try to respect Ujmar and all gather here so that there's fewer things to try to move the storm around. Maybe. Perhaps this would be good for us to join them this evening if they Wait, are Would you be willing to, like, lend us a barn or something to sleep in? You can stay here. There's plenty of room. Well, not to impose my will on anyone else, but if there is a giant storm coming that could be destructive and this is a safe place, perhaps we will stay here this evening. Well, that seems about as good of an idea as I've ever heard. Ah, I have had the best idea that this captain has ever heard. Have you seen the company's captain key? Yes, but still. I'm just <laughs> it's not often in my line of work that you get to actively avoid the storms. Hmm. <laughs> Why? Because you're on the ocean. Wait. And you go which way the wind allows you to. Hmm. Oh. I still have a very loose concept on how boats are working here, I think. He claps you on the back. You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we've, we've decided to stay. I thank you very much for the hospitality. Um, we will do our best to, uh, to, to deserve your kindness. Well, I mean, you brought jelly. We don't get much jelly in these parts, so that's good enough for us. Help yourself to as much food as you want. There's plenty to go around. And I'll try this out. woman you've been talking to sort of shuffles off. Wait, what's your tragic backstory? <laughs> she doesn't seem to be paying any attention to you at this point. Father got killed by a massive storm. Do, do I like the pickle roll-ups? It, that's up to you. I don't know if I do. Roll for it. Do you like Eat pickles? More. Yes. Do you like creamed cheese? Yes. Do you like preserved meats? Yes. Do you like bad preserved meats? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Not spoiled preserved meats, <laughs> just bad preserved meats. Not really. Then you appreciate some parts of this, but wish they'd used higher quality ingredients. <laughs> Well, the grape salad's weird, too. <laughs> 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 I'm like, this is all just, like, Methodist church potluck, isn't it? I mean, is there, sort of. Is there a fantasy equivalent to a Frito pie? <laughs> According to that nat 20, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, Frito pie. It's just Frito pie. They they crisp. They have corn. They roll it, f shape it, fry it, and then put it on uh, ground ox on the, some ground oxen that they season. Sure, why not? This is a lot better. Like why? Like go ahead. But there's Frito pie. Are there any pretzels? 
There's a couple. They're okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not really you can tell that the Nordfeldian influence is fading. Yeah. I, I sampled I'll one just for nostalgia. Do, are they like sugar cookies in the shapes of storm clouds? <laughs> they don't have any cookies. Oh. Should have brought cookies. Everyone loves cookies. If they can get, if if you guys can get me some sugar and flour, I'll make you cookies. <laughs> oh, sorry, we don't have any of that. Oh. Then we have flour, but no sugar. Oh, could I could I have some flour? Um, sure. Maybe after the storm. Didn't bring any here. Oh, okay. Oh. <clears throat> Should we just wait for the storm then? Yeah, I think we'll just bed down here. After eating a selection. After a few hours, the skies darken, nearly pitch black. You can barely see anything outside, and then the lightning strikes begin. You watch as these clouds go rolling by, illuminated only by the flashes between them. You can hardly see ten feet out this structure, but the bits that you can show momentary glimpses of trees bending, breaking, shattering all over the place. So structures are shaken, but here in the temple, just a gentle breeze blows through. Neat. And after several hours of this storm, the clouds begin to disperse, if only slightly, and a gentle overcast evening remains. Then a rain sets in, gentle and slow, but it's quite dark now, clearly night, and you're here at the temple. Most of the folks have bedded down for the evening, not wanting to head back out into that weather. And they point you to some spare cots that they have. Mm. I'm waiting for a roll for initiative. Storm giant. <laughs> well, I, I for one am willing to sleep on their cot and accept their their hospitality. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to do. Just walk on a, someone else's cot and just fall asleep on top of them. I'm going to do a fervent tech training thing before I fall asleep. Yeah. All right. I okay. get uh, 77. Oh, that's a zero, 70. Can you teach me lockpicking more, Safine? Of course, I'd be glad to help you. So you're from Tercine as well? That's, that's right. And what do you know about the captain? The captain? Not much. Huh. I've been with his crew for a couple of years now. What? What's your favorite Tersinian food? There's not much to like about Tersinian food. Oh. It's mostly hard, cold, <coughs> preserved meats make up a lot of it. Huh. It's not entirely unpleasant it's just not uh, something one longs for most days although every once in a while i suppose i do get a craving for oatmeal oatmeal yes we don't grow many things in tassin these days but 
oats are one of them. So are you like related to Isabella or just you grew up together? Uh, to the best of our knowledge, we're not related. But we, we've been friends for many, many years. Alright. Well, thank you for teaching me. Of course. I think everyone should know how to get themselves out of a tight situation. I agree. I get to roll twice? Yeah. Just like you have been. You asked pirates to help you learn lockpicking. 50 and 97. It's the second 97 you've got. I know. That's why I went to Safine for training. I seem to work better with her. All right. I'm guessing you are practicing your zither. Is that right? Yes. All right. Entertaining all the people in the temple. Mm-hmm. With your bad. With a mighty one. You rolled a one. You rolled a one. Yeah, I rolled a one. Unless you want to like let me put the one in front of the two zeros. Nope. That's not how it works. Making some slow progress, but progress nonetheless. The storm continues to roll through. Not quite as furious as the start of it was. And you sleep well enough through the evening. You wake the next morning, and the skies are mostly clear, a few puffy little white clouds in them, and you see the devastation that dots the landscape. Trees toppled everywhere, and many fields are flooded. The temple remains unharmed, as does most of the village, which is just off in the distance. Um, this has been wonderful. You have probably saved our lives. I am wondering, is is your group of people, do you, do you use money, coins? We have a few traders that come through here. Mm-hmm. Although we mostly take care of ourselves in this area, we occasionally have to buy things. Mm-hmm. Um, could you use gold coins? We use gold coins from time to time, yes. Mm-hmm. I will give uh, give them four gold coins. Oh, that is incredibly generous of you. Thank you very much. Well, there is much destruction around here, I am sure, that needs to be repaired, but you have saved our lives. That is most... Uh, beyond, beyond the counting of money. Could I also buy a sack of flour and a sack of oats? Feel free to help yourself. We have plenty to spare. Okay. Flour and oats are plentiful this year. And if we don't go through it, they'll just end up wasting. Well, then, shall we uh, go on? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, heading out into the day, you're about halfway through your journey. Haven't died yet. <laughs> Oh, we got a long rest, I'm guessing. Yes, you do have a long rest, so take whatever you need to there. And cast anything. as you begin your trek out through the now sort of marshy, boggy 
sodden fields. Uh, that's what we're going to call it for this session. About halfway through your journey and making your way towards the coastline. So, um, yeah, you, you actually did uh, dodge a real bullet there because the consequences for not visiting the temple and trying to brave the storm were potentially rather dire. Once again, Nine's thinking with a stomach, save the group. <laughs> <laughs> Always think with your stomach, is the rule. All right. Okay. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that session. It's... It was, and I'm glad that we uh, didn't die in the storm. That was that or was uh, more combat. It's been uh, an adventure. It's been fun for me so far using this massive table that I wrote out and it's, seeing what you guys come up with. This has been a fun session. Yeah, I hope you all at home enjoyed that too. We will be back next week with more of this. And with that MTG Forgotten Realms draft special on Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern. So hope you tune in. See you there. We'll chat and uh, trash on ourselves because that's we definitely deserve it for some of this. Um, hope you all have a good week in the meantime. Love you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.